For more Red FM podcasts, go to redfm.ie forward slash podcast. Paperwise this morning, can I start uh, with the story out of Fromoy at the weekend? Because the Red Tops deal with it, sort of the broadsheets. In fact, the Echo this morning says a judge has remanded uh, a young man in custody and has requested that he go undergo, he undergo a psychiatric evaluation. There was a charge at the weekend of Jonathan Woodside, a 21-year-old from Kilworth. He was before the uh, Mallow District Court yesterday. The mirror says Ram accused had stolen his dad's car. And some of what we heard from court yesterday is covered by Olivia Kelleher, who was in court. She says a man appeared there charged with stealing his father's car, ramming three other vehicles, injuring two people. Uh, He was remanded in custody, undergoing a psychiatric assessment. Uh, Interestingly, he was also charged with the possession of a flick knife. Uh, A college student uh, alleged that he caused extensive damage to a horse box and a car in the incident collided with a, a car being driven by an elderly woman. Uh, the court heard the accused also allegedly reversed into the Garda car, charged with the unlawful taking a car owned by his father uh, and being the driver of a vehicle which failed to remain at the scene of collisions. Can I just say one thing that's just come into my head there? I don't know if anybody else has seen it. But you know the center aisles in your Lidl's and your Aldi's? Which one was I in? It was, I was in a Lidl uh, a couple of weeks back. I think it was in Killarney. And in one of the aisles, I saw a set, a set of knives. These weren't kitchen knives now. These weren't steak knives. These were like serious bladed box cutters and things like that. Really, they, they, there was about six of them in the set. I think they were nineteen ninety nine, And there was no warning on them and there was no kind of uh, proof of ID. I, I can't say 100% whether if a, a young person bought them and brought them to the till, whether they were going to be asked, what are you buying these for? Uh, proof of identification, or whether anybody could just buy them. They were lethal looking things. And I can't help but wonder, and I've been an old fogey on this, but I can't help but wonder, what are they doing being sold in the centre aisle of supermarkets? Are seriously deadly blades uh, with detachable blades and reversible blades and interchangeable blades? Anyway, I don't know if you've seen them, guys. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, text 0868104106 at a time when uh, knife crime is just going through the roof. I wonder if the Garda Shikana have any... Um, interest in a, a story like that as to blades like that being sold in supermarkets. But anyway, budget day today. Where do I even begin with this? Uh, because most of it's been leaked already. I'll tell you one thing, uh, looking at it, um, it's, it really is, you know, I guess nobody ultimately wants to be on social welfare. Well, not everybody. I mean, some people would never want to work and there's plenty of work around. But for others, say, for instance, if you were on a social welfare payment and you were paying private rent, you're really being screwed and more so now than ever before. Public Authority House, maybe not as much, but still feeling a lot of pain. But you look at the pension boost. It's got to be great news for OAPs because there's about €1,100 Euro going to be paid to pensioners now. Uh, now, I know that social welfare will rise by €12 Euro and nearly half a million more people are going to get GP cards. But one of the big ticket issues here is elderly um, because there'll be a lot of increases for people, like double payments of the state pension twice in the coming months. Uh, and those living on living alone allowance will receive an extra payment of about 200 
and fuel allowance, an extra 400 lump sum on top of the usual rate. So when you add all that up, it's it's north of 1,100 euro extra with the double payments and the extras. So the Times this morning talks about businesses and welfare on their front page because big businesses, I mean really big businesses that are burning a lot of energy, will get 10,000 euro a month, a maximum of 10,000 euro a month. And uh, that should help to uh, stave off the costs of increased energy for people in business. Now, it will be very much deemed, um, I, I suppose, it'll be measured as to the, the size of your, your business. There'll be ones with huge bills and massive ones, maybe some of the ones that we've been talking about on air recently. Uh, but they break it down this morning. Uh, like, for instance, the Mail this mess says that it's a boost for all of the family where parents with children could save two grand a year on childcare fees um, there's going to be an awful lot of money thrown at this budget. Um, they're talking about families pay an average yearly creche fee of, say, about €9,700. Now, I don't know whether that's for more than one child, to be honest with you. I'll have to drill into the figures. But immediately, you'll see an immediate slashing of 25%. This is going to be called a cost-of-living budget today. And the mail says that parents could save nearly two grand a year under a plan unveiled uh, as part of today's budget. So the great family giveaway, seven billion uh, is what's being put aside to help energy costs. Now, I suppose if you looked at it rationally, any kind of uh, any help, which is like I said to be 600 euro in three 200 euro payments off your electricity bill. Forgive me now, but I don't hear anything about you know people being helped with gas bills. But surely be to God, that will just be eaten up by energy costs in the first place. So it's about trying to blunt the cost of living increases, if you like. So you've got elderly and carers and people who are disabled. All will receive uh, lump sums and all welfare will go up by, by 12,000. They break it down then uh, category by category in the red tops this morning into housing, taxation, energy, education, uh, child care. Uh, and social welfare. So I will come back to it a little later throughout the morning because um, I'd be love to get your thoughts on it. I'm, I'm talking to Michael McGrath tomorrow, the Minister for Public Expenditure. And if perhaps you might have a question for him, even the fact that we're ahead of the budget now, but we have a fair idea what's coming. Uh, and you would like me to put some points to him tomorrow. I'm happy to do so. So text 0868104106 on that. Meanwhile, uh, they really threw the kitchen sink on it and are looking at uh, the politics of um, uh, the UK in a very different way these days with the new government, sorry, with the, the new cabinet, if you like. But the, the pound has absolutely plunged, uh, particularly against the US dollar. And they're getting a bit panicky there. But they're saying, or at least, you know, Liz Truss and those around her are saying, don't panic. Uh, we expected this. This is temporary. Things will balance out. But the Mail this morning says that Britain is in danger of becoming the laughing stock as the pound hits a record low against the dollar. So interestingly, they did cap energy prices. Uh, here we have not capped energy prices. Uh, and you've got to wonder as to why we didn't, because 600 euro in, two, in three 200 euro tranches, if you like, will be very much eaten up by yet more uh, energy increases to come. There are other news stories making the papers today. Um, Tusla is a story in the Irish Times because Tusla need emergency accommodation in hotels and B&Bs where they have to get a family member, a mother, usually, but sometimes a father, but usually a mother and children out of a house quickly. And they need B&Bs and hotels. But if you compare the figures that Tusla spent last year uh, on emergency accommodation like a hotel uh, or a B&B, last year they spent 87,000, or the last available figures, uh, 87,000. The latest one that's come in now is the figure for last year. Some of it now would have been through COVID, the back end of COVID, if you like. 
but they spent 200,000 uh, on housing children in emergency accommodation. So that's a big increase year on year from 87,000 to 200,000. Oh, the numbers that are increasing are crime. Now, the interesting thing is the biggest increase in crime in Ireland is in scam and fraud crime. Like to give an example in the sun this morning uh, from the Bank of Ireland, who's issued a warning over a customer, customer who lost over 800,000 euro by getting involved in so-called cryptocurrency investments, which did never existed. They never existed. So that's a that's a, you know, a spectacular loss of money. It's not always that high, but it's up 43% year on year, fraud crime. In, in the terms of numbers in a 12-month period, there's been 16,000 incidents of fraud crime uh, recorded and reported in the Republic of Ireland. And the problem with it is the scams are becoming more and more realistic and easier uh, to believe. Uh, papers this morning continue with the uh, Philip and Holly uh, queue jumping incident. And the only reason I mention it this morning is because Graham Norton has an opinion on it. And he says that they should have expected a backlash for the queue jumping. Now, at this stage now, there's over 73,000 signatures wanting them to be axed from their TV show. They seem to be surviving and the story will probably go away. It has to do with them being in a fast track queue uh, to get in to where the Queen was lying in state. But I only mention it now, apparently, is because um, Graham Norton says, I was offered a queue jump ticket. And I didn't say yes, because I thought to myself, if anybody sees me, I'll get it in the neck. So he's the cute West Cork man who said, no, thank you very much. I don't want a fast track queue ticket. And he says they should have known the same. I was talking yesterday about things that are good for you and things that are bad for you. Take your choice. Well, 40% of cancer apparently is linked to drinking, smoking and suntans. So if you gave up the fags, cut out the booze and put factor 50 on, you have a much better chance of surviving lots of different kinds of cancers. But don't worry about it. Because yesterday I was telling you that the latest research says that two pints a day staves off dementia. And this morning I can tell you that drinking two to three cups of coffee a day could be linked to a longer lifespan particularly from the point of view of staving off cardiovascular disease. Now, I don't know whether that's freshly brewed or instant or what the heck, but two to three coffees a day, this week anyway, are good for you. And uh, just finally, I should have mentioned this when I was talking about Graham Norton, but uh, I don't know how many of you watch The Crown. If you don't, you should. Even if you have issues regarding the royal family and all that kind of stuff or the privilege of it all, it's still a fantastic TV series. For lots of different reasons. Um, one, of the, one of the reasons is because it goes through all of the decades and what life was like in those decades, so it's historical. Um, and it also, of course, shows, I don't know, a, a version of events with regards to different generations of the royal family. I mention it now because the latest series really drills in to the relationship between Charles and Diana. And apparently, um, like, yeah, they're, they're, it's very, very, very graphic, I'm told. And they're saying that it's so graphic that this rift in the crown between Charles and Diana probably uh, will affect uh, King Charles's popularity with people in the UK. So it could dent the boss's popularity by all accounts, but it goes right into the relationship. Uh, and apparently, uh, no holes barred in it because it was very fractious. Uh, and apparently... Uh, quite an amount of rows and very, very bitter. So that's the new series to come in a few weeks' time. Cork's number one talk show.
The Neil Prenderville Show on Red FM. Text 0868104106. Pick up the phone on 0818104106, particularly if you have any comments to make or any input with regards to this afternoon's budget. What you need to see, what you'd like to see, and indeed a question you might have for tomorrow in my conversation with uh, Michael McGrath. we got calls, texts and comments. Can I just get straight into it, if you like, because there are two areas that I would like to deal with uh, over the next uh, few days, and one would be the views of Simon, uh, and the others would be the views of uh, St. Vincent to Paul. Let me stay first with St. Vincent to Paul, because I've got some amazing stats that came in from the SVP overnight. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul received 191,000 requests for help. They spent 14.6 million people, uh, 14.6 million euro helping people who couldn't afford to buy food. They spent nearly 5 million, million supporting access to education. And they spent nearly 4 million, over 4 million helping to pay people to pay their utility costs. That was last year. Could you even begin to think of what they're spending this year, particularly with utility cost intervention. Uh, Jerry Garvey joins me from the SVP. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Nice so, to speak to and you. And you too. So I'm thinking the numbers this year will be substantially higher, particularly those you're happen- helping with energy costs. Right, Jerry? Absolutely. We're, we're seeing a very steady increase. In fact, right through the summer, when you traditionally have a kind of a, a quietening off period in July, the phones never start to stop topping. Uh, the volume of, of calls is up 25-30% almost across the board. And as you rightly said, energy is the top thing at the moment. And what are they saying? Help me pay my bill because I can't juggle the money anymore. What a lot of people are saying is that they, traditionally they would have managed to pay their bills through COVID and over the last year they probably used up whatever little bit of savings they have. And now they're just saying there's nowhere else to turn. When you look at some of the numbers, actually, you also go so far as to say that the gap now between social welfare recipients and the minimum essential standard of living is 50 euro a week. But while that might not seem like a lot to many people, that 50 euro is a huge wide chasm for people who don't have it, right? It is, of course. And when you think that's 50 euros a week, week on week, if it was one week, you'd get over it. But when it builds up... You know, you use up kind of friends and family and anywhere else you can turn to for the help. And the gap has widened. Uh, St. Vincent de Paul have consistently said that needs to be narrowed so that people can live within reasonable means. Yeah. Are there also calls to the SVP with regards to people who are worried about a roof over their head or eviction notices or landlords getting out of the market? Absolutely. I mean, we've seen a consistent drain of, of small landlords, particularly out of the market. And the, the property available seems to be dwindling all the time. And people are worried because when, when rents go up, uh, people will, will sacrifice food and heat to pay the rent because mm. if they don't pay the rent, we're out in the street. Mm. And mm. then they're turning to us saying, look, we just don't have any money left for food. Mm. Back and you to take sco- the whole back to school thing on top of that then, and other costs. It just mounts up, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Do you get any state intervention? You know, when, when, when budgets come out year on year, did the SVP get anything from the state to help supplement your costs and spending? No, generally not. We're, we're uh, an independent charity. I mean, there'll be some small grants to the, the Department of the Environment, but they'd be minuscule in comparison with the amount of money that we're spending. Okay. We're, we're largely depending on the generosity of the people of Cork and other counties around the country. Rightly so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are very generous. So what are you expecting today? I mean, we're hearing about, with regards to social welfare, a double payment of child benefit before the end of the year. People who are carers and people who have disabilities getting a one-off 500 euro payment. 
getting double payments twice uh, for social welfare this side of Christmas, a Christmas bonus, um, all welfare payments up €12 per week, far short of the the 49 you're talking about. Do you think that's a step in the right direction? I'm sorry. I don't know whether you heard that. Apparently, the, the phone line dropped, dropped, Jerry. Did you hear that? Yeah, I, I heard some of it. I mean, the, 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 the big thing is that the gap is, is widening, and we've got to narrow that gap. Uh, and one of the big things I would say is that there, there are some special payments, for example, the additional needs payments scheme that can help low-income households. But the problem is that the, the thresholds haven't really increased. So while the cost of living has gone up, the thresholds haven't gone up to match it. So if you're in a very low income, you're just below the level where you, you qualify for that, or just above the level where you qualify for those additional needs payments, you have nowhere to turn to except to charity. Mm, mm. You're, you're not referencing the top rate of tax or anything, that it's going up to 40,000 for a single person, 80,000 for a couple. Uh, that's not worth, at all. Yeah, that's you're right. talking about that's much lowering. People at the lower end, the lower paid people, and they're the people that, that would be most acutely affected. I, mean, I know we're all affected in some way, but we, we'll manage somehow. But if you're on the lower end income, uh, you're, you're probably just above the level where you're going to qualify family, for family income supplement or additional needs payments. And what, what would that so cut-off be for family income supplements, say somebody on a minimum wage? What would it be? I don't have the, the, the exact figure in front of me at the minute, but I know that this, uh, the society has been calling for that to increase in line with the cost of living. But they are talking today as well of a reduction in childcare costs of 25%. Um, they're talking about all books in primary school being free uh, is that all a step in the right direction? It's a start, isn't it? It is a start in the right direction. I mean, if you think back to the great Donald Kamali back in the 60s, talking about free education, it still isn't free. And the, the sad reality is that it's been said for a number of years that for probably as little as 100 million a year, education could be truly free right across primary and secondary. Uh, just, it baffles me that, that the governments haven't done it. Yeah, but isn't it, it, doesn't this mean that apart from footwear and uniforms and what have you, There'll be no cost for any books or any of the extras that a family might have to pay for two or three children going to primary school anyway. Absolutely, and that has an added benefit apart from the financial things because if you've got different kids going to school and some can afford to buy the books and some can't, there's an additional stigma there which is unfair. Mm. So that's gone now, it's the same for everybody? Yes, that should be the same for everyone, which which is a welcome improvement. Yeah, and for anybody then who would wish that their children go to third level. That's dropping as well, apparently, by uh, the third level fees that families would pay by a thousand euro. And it's immediate. Yeah, there, there, there were indications with 500, but now they seem to be saying a thousand. So let's see what, what comes out. That will be a huge benefit because we find ourselves helping an awful lot of people. I mean, you mentioned the figure of five million nationally. I can tell you that this S- the SDP in Cork alone, we set up a, a bursary scheme to help kids going to third level at all levels, whether it's PLC or university or whatever. And we've spent or committed just over 400,000 as of today, over the last three months, just to make sure the kids that otherwise wouldn't be able to get there, can get there. Mm, mm. Don't see much with regards to helping people who are paying astronomical rents though, do you? There's, a, there's some credits, but one would think that the only no, thing that will do is drive rent up, you know? That, 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 that's a bigger issue than you can I can solve in the morning like this but well they're really saying it's about you might get maybe four or five hundred a year per renter but like that's Mickey Mouse like 
I suppose it's a small supplement to just to try and help people get over the next 12 months. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, yeah. But what we do need to see is a bigger supply of social housing coming out. Yeah. And, and just finally, these electricity credits they're talking about, over three bills, you'll get 200 off each bill. Um, that, that, that seems to me to be another example of how that will be lost in increasing bills going forward anyway, don't you think? I mean, I hate to be pessimistic about it, but that's the way I see it. No, gone again. Problems with his phone line. Covered a lot of ground with him. My apologies for that. Jerry Garvey with the SVP. Your thoughts are welcome on it. Appreciate text 0868104106. Text the Neil Prenderville Show now. 0868104106. Red FM. Thanks, Olivia. Hold on one second. I'll chat with you in a minute. Quick email, though, along ahead of that. Just a quick question for you, maybe to throw out to the public as a question for the upcoming budget and the outrageous cost of living. I'm a single father to two boys. I have a very good co-parenting relationship with their mother. Now, I have a good job that I work hard and long for years to get into a position where I'm able to rent my own two-bedroom apartment so my sons have an actual home where their dad lives. But I know how much of a struggle it is, even back in getting by in rip-off Ireland from decades gone by. I take my sons as much as I can and as often as I can, and they would stay with me consequently for two nights each week so I get to bring them to school and to creche, etc. What about the fathers out there who are working damn hard and some doing two jobs to support themselves? What about helping us out? Where's the tax break for single dads or a single parent family payment for the dads? I would definitely recommend that if something like this was available to single fathers, that it should be means tested for sure. Just something that's been on my mind for a while now. If, uh, if not, I hope you will throw it out there on air because I'd love to hear the response single parent family payment for dads as well as mums in in the sense that the kids might be living with mum uh, for maybe five nights of the week or whatever the case may be and with dad for maybe two or three I always had the pleasure of uh, meeting you many years back in the Metropole a few years back so kind regards to you, thank you for that Okay, so thoughts on that, text 0868104106 Olivia, good morning Hi, good morning, so Neil. If you if you strip away social welfare payments or old age pension payments or other areas like that, um, because they don't affect you, what's in yeah. it for you as a payie payie worker, single yes. without children? Is it? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, it's a it's seven whole, seven billion seven billion euro uh, is the giveaway. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, with the whole energy rise as well and gas and, and electricity, like what what's the gain really is my question. Uh you get six hundred euro credit off your electricity bill in the next three bills, two hundred each. Um the you you don't pay forty percent tax rate, the higher rate until you're earning income over 40,000. So if I'm over that rate, you go to f- or, stuck. Yeah. You go to 40% and the high rate of USC, universal yeah. social. There's no yeah. change to so, USC incidentally, which is which is Okay. Wrong. So if I'm still so they still haven't changed the brackets with regard to the, you know, the uh, you know the the the, the band brackets for for uh, income uh, income, so that doesn't affect me. Um, I would be over the forty. Um, You're so over that, the forty, which means that that would be worth. Um, 
Eight hundred euro a year, I think. To you? What else? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's something at least. Sixteen hundred yeah. to a couple, eight hundred to you. So I suppose if you looked at you, eight hundred a year less tax and six hundred off uh, the next three energy bills. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's I suppose. Look, I mean, well, you know, we we get well, we'll take. Just I mean, it's um, what they should do is abolish the universal social charge that you're paying. They should do. They should do. Yeah, it was brought in as a farce. Yeah, really yeah. around the time of the boom and. But everything they, else there is 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 not anything for you, um, unless you do you rent. No, I have a house. I, okay. I, I have a mortgage. Okay, so you, there's nothing for you there. But if you were renting, you'd get a, a tax credit of about €500 Euro a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you were on yeah. social welfare, you'd get a few double payments this side of Christmas and £12, €12 Euro a week increase in social welfare. You'd get a little bit more yeah. for a fuel allowance and, you know, things like that. Yeah. But yeah. For, the, for the working woman like you, not a whole lot other than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. Look, and I appreciate. Yeah, look, I appreciate the sum up because uh, it's it's you know when you hear all these figures coming out, you're like, where do I fit in there? And it's deemed to be. It's actually deemed to be a very much just before I let you go, a family budget for for a single PAOE worker like you without kids, not a whole lot in it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, Olivia. Maureen. Good morning. Good morning, Riley. Okay, okay. Are you on? Are you on speakerphone there? I am. Yes. Is there any chance you'd come off it? There is. <laughs> just, just a moment now. All right. So I'm off it. That's much better. Your thoughts on this? Uh, what we're to expect today? My, th- my thoughts on this. They're saying they're giving two hundred euros towards the ESB. Six hundred. I don't. Six hundred. No. No. Three two your three twos, isn't it? Three by two hundred, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't they tell the truth, Neil? We don't get two hundred; we get one seventy-five because they take twenty-five euros back on tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get the vat, and you don't get the standing charges and stuff. Yeah. No, but why say two hundred then? Yeah. Why don't they just say one seventy-five? Um, it's still, it's still. A chunk of change, though, isn't it? 600 or less. 175 per bill. Well, it is, but I mean 25 euros mean an awful lot to old age pensioners. Uh, I know it. I know it. <laughs> I know it. Uh, and another thing that annoys me is that I was listening to the television there one night and Michael O'Leary was on and he said, he's getting the 200. He said, I don't need it. Why do all these fellas that have plenty of money and income. There's an, that's a good idea, actually. If that was means-tested for those who were on high it income be brackets, means-tested. they wouldn't get it at all. I mean, Michal Martin and all them all, those buggers that are getting big rises are going to get it. Yeah. And do you think the same should be done with children's allowance, say, for instance? I but, think so, yeah. And who would you be inclined to give it to then? Is it OAPs? I would give it to the age, age pensioners, people for, to put uh, mortgages towards mortgages on their home to get a home and give it to the people living on the streets that are trying to get off. Okay. And you, you do know that, there, that uh, people on social welfare, including um, 
OAP payments will receive a double payment in the weeks after the budget and the Christmas bonus as well. Oh, yeah, I I know that. I heard that, uh, Niall. Yeah. But what about all that bump up in the doll? Means test that you're saying, yeah. And they're getting nearly 8,000 tries. Okay. And have Do you... they really need that? Yeah. Have you cut they're back scratched. in your... Have you cut back in your own um, energy costs, turning on the heating or, you know... I have. I have no heating. Why? I don't have any heating in the cottage. In the sense well, you I don't have... Ha- well, how do you... I how- have no installed... I can't afford it, Neil. Right. How do you stay All warm? All I have is a stove. All I have is a stove in the sitting room. Right. And does the stove heat the rads then or what? I have no rads. That's what I'm trying to tell you. My... Whole point of heating is a stove, a small stove in the sitting room. Right. Okay. That's it. Full stop. So. And I have four, five, six, six rooms. So what about all the other rooms? I mean, they must be freezing. They go cold. (laughs) They are cold. Yeah. You just put extra bedding on, extra clothes. So it must be a very old cottage that never had rads or anything. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. uh, It's about one hundred and twenty year old. And it's, it's a, the yeah. family cottage that's after being passed down to me. Yeah, yeah. So you avoid rooms, or you wear extra clothing then, is it? Yeah. And you burn coal or turf or t- burning timber? Coal. Yeah. Coal. Yeah. 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 So, but, uh, no, it, it annoys me really when you see this lot and they're getting nearly 8,000 rise backdated to February. Do they really need it at 92,000 a year? Well, it's over 100, actually, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. being kind, aren't I, with 92? Well, add on the <laughs> add on the recent pay increases. That's a point, actually, I can put to yeah. uh, somebody who's in receipt of the money you're just describing, uh, Mick Barry TD. Thanks, Maureen. Mick, good morning. Good morning to just, you, Neil. Just on that, because this is a listener's contribution to the programme, that things like, um, you know, uh, say, as an example, say children's allowance or the 600 for the ESB should be means tested so people who don't need it don't get it yeah that, that argument is made um, the point is that if, if you want to get it out quickly right um, it needs to be um, a universal benefit so um, you bring in the means test that means that there's going to be a whole heap of paperwork and people won't get money in their pocket until probably the new year the better way to do it in my view do it as a universal benefit but but then you bring in serious taxes on wealth all right so that you claw the money back from the people at the top end of the scale who get the benefit yeah yeah so that's that's exactly what the uk have said they're not going to be doing anymore they don't want to penalize people who work hard and they don't want to penalize you know uh, people who happen to have a good life and a good career and a good salary anymore. They want to encourage them. You're for, you're for penalising them still, are you? No, how would you make that out? Because anybody that accumulates wealth has already paid significant taxes on that wealth by working hard. Oh, sure, okay. Well, look, uh, I'm not talking about a nurse. I'm not talking about a teacher. I'm not talking about someone who works in... No, I'm saying that anybody that has accumulated a bit of money because they worked their ass off all their life, you want to penalise them again for that wealth, as you call it. No, I don't. So I'll try and explain what I mean by it, okay? Yeah. So, say, for example, if you were to bring in a 2% tax 
uh, on the incomes of people who have more than a million euro over and above the value of their house, say a millionaire's tax, right? Mm. You would raise between five and six million euro and you would be able to use that money to uh, cap electricity and gas prices where they were last year and give people certainty on prices without the fear of the big price increases over the winter. So I am not, and I want to be clear on this, I'm not talking about people um, who are middle-income people or people who earn a bit above the average wage. I'm not talking about nurses and teachers and people who work in your radio station. I'm talking about people who are in the richest 5% uh, in this country, and I think that that would be fair Given the, it's fair to everybody else, I suppose, but not for them because they're the ones that have worked really hard to accumulate that wealth or to accumulate that income. They've paid probably north of uh, fifty-one or fifty-two cent in every euro they earned in tax already on the money that you're on about, and you want more tax from them. That that's the reality of it. I mean, many people might agree with you, but it, real, it doesn't it doesn't is. really reward hard work and effort and getting up in the morning and working hard, does it? Well, two points about that. Uh, First of all, in politics, you have to make choices. You can't please everybody, and the people who want to try and please everybody are liars, okay? Mm. Uh, And you have to choose between whether you're representing or trying to represent the interests of um, working people on low wages, on average wages, on a bit more than the average wage, or whether you're representing the millionaires and the billionaires. I'm pretty clear where I stand, okay. and I don't have a problem advocating increased taxes on the richest 5% okay. in this country. Okay. As for um, you know, people who get up in the morning and who work hard, right? the cleaner in the Cork University Hospital uh, works hard and gets up early in the morning. Yeah. The person who, who, who is going to drive me up to the doll in five minutes' time when this interview is over in a taxi... Uh, gets up early in the morning and works hard. Um, It's not just millionaires and billionaires. And in fact, a lot of millionaires and billionaires don't work very hard at all. A lot of it is inherited wealth and wealth that comes from uh, uh, rental income from big portfolios. Okay. Thank you for that. That's an impassioned response in fairness. But what about the welfare payment, which is going to go up? And I don't even think it will go up until next year, is it? By €12 a week. All of these kind of small little increases will be gobbled up by inflation, cost of living and energy costs. What were you hoping it would be? Well, we agree on this one, Neil. Yeah. Uh, we mightn't have agreed on the last point. I think we agree on this one. So let's say that someone is on €200 Euro as a welfare payment and they get a €12 uh, Euro increase. That's 6%, right? Um, that is below the rate of inflation, and it's well below the rate of inflation for the lowest income households who have to spend a disproportionate amount of their income on the basics like food and fuel. Um, I think if you were talking about a fair budget, your bottom line would be that you would protect the living standards uh, of someone in a situation like that. And this budget doesn't do that. It falls short uh, and doesn't go far enough. And I don't think it will be uh, enough to protect the person on that welfare payment or to stop the government receiving criticism uh, and even protest. Okay, but it's still seven billion and I appreciate that all the different government departments have to get their share of a budget 
cash call, if you like, but it still amounts to seven billion. Is, well, just can I ask you, will that be borrowed money, or do they have that? Because I hear the economy is actually booming. They say, yeah, there's, the tax receipts uh, are booming, and you know the. There's a few points. There's a few points there. They they expected the budget to be in deficit of five billion this year, right? And actually, with the the tax receipts, it swung the other way. So the government have a big surplus this year, right? Now, uh, in recent times, um, there has been heavy borrowing to get us through COVID because uh, European uh, money borrowed was cheap, right? Uh, the, 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 the interest rates were, were zero or even negative from the European Central Bank. That's going to change now. So borrowing will become less of a possibility. So what you're relying on is two things. Number one, you're relying on the surplus this year. And number two, we're going to have to start talking about things that I mentioned at the start of the show, like taxes on wealth, by which I mean the super wealthy, the, the millionaires, the billionaires, uh, and, and the people who control the majority. You want to be careful about that, though, because you'll drive an awful lot of those employers out of the country if you're going to be adding extra taxes on them. They're already contributing hugely to capital gains tax, uh, corporation tax, and general taxation receipts. But you're probably aware of that. You, you were looking for a 20 euro social welfare increase, is it? Well, I, I saw that Father Sean Healy, uh, who has been very consistent uh, in being a voice uh, for people who are on low incomes and below the poverty line in this country, said that he felt that the minimum social welfare increase should be 20 euro. I mean, if we had a socialist government, I would go higher than that. But if, if that's the minimum, the government are uh, only coming in at barely more than half of that. And what does the social welfare uh, double payment in the weeks after the budget and the Christmas bonus, does, does that not help, do you think? And also the double payment of child benefit. They're only short term gains, aren't they? Yes, they, they are short-term uh, once-off measures. Uh, they won't be repeated uh, uh, next year. Uh, and look, you know, no one is going to say no to these things. Uh, these things are all going to, to uh, uh, be of some assistance to people. But the basic, point, the basic point is that when you add up the changes that come in on the budget on one side of the copybook and then what inflation is going to take away from you on the other side yeah. of the copybook, the, what the government are doing today does not match up and doesn't come anywhere close to matching up. The 500 tax credit for renters, uh, that, that seems fairly paltry in the scheme of things, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's a, it's a very interesting one because um, where will that 500 euro end up? You see, the government have refused to do what has been done now in Scotland, and that is to implement a rent freeze, Right. So if you put 500 euro extra back into the pockets of renters and you don't have a rent freeze, the likelihood is that in many cases, the landlords will increase the rent and corner the majority of that extra money yeah, for themselves. Possibly, yeah. And th- that is um, an example which isn't just applicable to landlords. It's also applicable to the big energy companies and it's applicable to the big supermarkets. There is no clampdown in this budget on what people have been pointing the finger and are very critical about, and that is the profiteering that we see all around us. The government wants to blame it all on Russia, uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and on the COVID situation, and of course they are huge factors. 
but they close their eyes to the massive profiteering that ordinary people see all around us. Okay, so that profiteering is in supermarkets, it's at the hands of landlords, and it's at the hands of energy suppliers, you're saying, who are profiteering over people's uh, inability to to, to survive, the struggles of the working family. So supermarkets, uh, Tesco's profits for the Republic of Ireland and the UK last year were more than £2.5 billion sterling. Energy, uh, electricity, uh, which uh, their parent company, SSE, made profits of more than £1 billion sterling uh, last year. Uh, now, you, you could clamp down on this profiteering in a number of ways. One thing you could do is you could implement price controls. It's not very well known, but the, the government have the power under the Consumer Protection Act from 15 years ago to uh, control prices. You saw them implementing... Um, um, uh, minimum prices for alcohol recently. So you're saying They're that, the, that the government has the power to go into an Aldi or a Lidl or a Tesco or a Dunn's and tell them the prices they can charge on the shelves? Yeah, you saw recently in relation to uh, the off-licenses on the supermarkets how the government could set minimum prices for alcohol. They did that under the Consumer Protection Act of 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, but that's because that- you need a license to sell that product. You wouldn't be doing the same with flour or spuds or butter or, or meat or no, chicken. I- it's, it's, it's factual, and you can check this, that there is legislation in place which allows the government to set a maximum price for a good or for a basket of goods for a period of six months and to renew that order for a period of six months uh, afterwards. Okay. That would be a way of clamping down on profiteering. Another way of clamping down on profiteering is that uh, you, you take control of the industry out of the hands of the profiteer. So, so for example... I'll be arguing in my budget speech today that the energy industry should be nationalised, should be taken into state control and run in the interests of ordinary people. That True, was yeah, that yeah. If you take that further, though, you'd want to nationalise this. You'd have want a nationalised supermarket chain, I suppose. I, I, I think that's something that that, that should be debated. Um, uh, yes, uh, I think there is a strong argument for that. Do do you run uh, an industry in this case supermarkets? Uh, geared towards the maximisation of profit for its shareholders or do you run it according to the social needs of its customers? That's a fair debate to have and I think you'd know which side of the equation I'd be on. Okay, I'll let you get on, let you get that taxi to the doll because today is budget day. Thanks as always, uh, Mick Barry TD. Aaron, good morning. Thanks for holding. Hi, good morning. Uh, You you? want to pick up on being screwed in taxation? Yes, Neil. We're all working hard, right? This is for the working people working population I'm not segregating from the people now who are on social welfare and so on there's nothing wrong with that but all I'm saying is the working class are working hard we're paying high taxes every month or every week and we need a break also I understand you might think that where we live we got plenty of money or for example or something we don't we all have our own bills to pay our own mortgages and we have our our own budget set and obviously these budgets have to be increased now because everything's gone up in price, like energy costs, um, fuel costs, so on and so forth. But, like, let's be honest, I think the government is where they need to step in now, like the last caller, and cap, cap things. Like Maureen, is it? Maureen's call, or Mick Barry's saying cap energy prices, cap supermarket prices, tax the wealthy. 
Now, well, not like supermarket price are all dictated from the suppliers. Like they've got raw materials. Not everybody would agree with Mick Barry. Um, at one point, there was no. taxing people uh, with uh, who have worked hard and saved a lot of money by no, working hard. Like Peter me. says, that's a great that. plan, Mick Barry. Take it off those who get off yeah. their arse and go to work, work hard, and give it to those who couldn't have, who, who couldn't be bothered. He says. That, yeah, and that and that's like that's wrong. You know what I mean? Like we like that point is actually ridiculous. Like where. Tax, in other words, so the working class so, are going to be taxed for everything, and people who don't work won't be t- won't be paying any taxes. Does that make sense to anybody? In the sense of look, where we screwed as it is, the working class and the people who aren't working, fine, they're entitled to social welfare. One day it could happen to us, and we will need it. But the point I'm making is. Is so it your argument with those who, uh, in a booming economy, jobs-wise, there's loads of work there. It's not the greatest work. It doesn't pay all that no. great, a lot of the work. Um, yeah. you know, some of but it needs a college education. Some of it needs a master's yeah. degree. I get that for that kind of work. Yeah, yeah. But there are those and that will never okay. want to work, ever. Yes, yes. And for, for, if you take the person who doesn't want to work and they're on, I don't know what they're on, social welfare, right? But I'm sure to God, any job out there is paying more than that. You have better entitlements. Obviously, like myself, I started off when I finished school. I started working. I'm pay. I pay insurance. I pay my pension. I pay my taxes. I pay my bills. Um, I work hard. I put my money back in towards my house to re- to re-, re regenerate it for the to bring it up to standards for this for the times we're in now. Yeah. I heat proof it, you know. And people, I'm saying. Obviously, having taught, hadn't taught like that when they were young to do that kind of work to their own houses and future proof them. But you have your own yeah, home. Do you pay a mortgage on that? Then you're. Of course, I do. Yeah, I, yeah. Pay, I pay. All, I pay my mortgage. I pay all my bills. I pay everything. But my point I'm making is. But you are getting I some work. bits. You are getting some. I mean, I don't know whether you have kids or not, but uh, there will be. I do. There'll be free. Like three young kids. Okay, yeah, well, those. Uh, like any of them are in primary school. And I, like, yeah, and I paid. I paid creches. Like I was paying over fourteen hundred a month in creches. For my kids, and I had to pay it because there was nothing out there to give me any. I had no one to help me. I had no family to help me or anything because they're all working also, like anybody else probably out there. Mm. But the point I make is, can we stop? We're all, we're but you know those childcare fees now? They'll be twenty five percent less after the budget, for instance. People with children yeah. in primary schools will no longer have to pay for any books or educational supplies in primary school. Uh, and that's. That is that. I'll be honest, Janelle. That is fantastic. But let's be let's be honest, Janelle. They're saying it that way, but they're gonna they're gonna catch us another way in other taxes. Would you not agree? Like with a few. Like why can't they cap? For example, the electricity. Just take the electricity. It's ridiculous prices. There's all these different smart meters. They've installed smart meters in the homes, telling us that they're for free. But every single person, there's about ten different tariffs for a smart meter. Where's the sense of logic in that? Free weekends, free Saturdays, literacy, free Sunday, literacy, Monday to Friday. It's different from 11 to 10 and 12 to 3. I can't get my head around any of that. I have to to sit down and and drill into smart meters. A fellow with a college degree wouldn't even understand them. So I'm I'm out of time for now, but you as a working man paying your taxes day in, day out, you're like Olivia saying that there's really nothing in it for you. There's nothing in it for us. And the thing is, fine, right. they increase social welfare payments. Uh, or they, they, uh, social they welfare goes up, there's double welfare yeah. payments, child yeah. benefits but, get... Yeah, uh, but where's the money coming payments. from, Neil? Where's the money coming from? It's coming from us, the taxpayer. Who else is paying for it? The government okay. aren't. You know, they're, pay- they're increasing their own wages, and yet they're still, char- they're still putting things up. I'm saying the government should, should actually get onto the electricity providers and, and cap 
everything that they're, that they're doing. This is the minimum pay, this is the minimum charge you can charge from whatever time. This is the maximum you can charge from whatever time. And stop having all these different tariffs. Because to be honest, yeah, at the end of the day, the government don't care because it's, it's all revenue to the government. Okay, thanks Aaron. Cheers. Uh, text 0868104106. Back after 10. I'm Lana O'Connor. Red FM News is first for local, national and international news. And you can stay up to date by tuning into our hourly news bulletins or by clicking on redfm.ie. Get it off your chest. Text the Neil Prenderville Show now. 086-8104-106. Red FM. Keep those texts coming and I'll plough through them in the course of uh, the next 10 or 15 minutes. But I want to stay with phone lines for now. Pat, good morning. Neil, good morning. I just want to go back to your conversation there with Mick Barry. Okay, so um, Mick Barry interestingly said very interesting things. He said that the increase in social welfare should be at least €20 Euro per week. He says that there should control the prices of everything on supermarket shelves and tax millionaires an extra 2%. Was there other parts of the conversation you wanted to look at? I did. He said earlier on that his driver was waiting for him. Right, okay, yeah. and at the end of the conversation you said to him, I'll leave you go and get your taxi. Yeah. Now, I take it he's not getting a taxi from Cork, is he? No. I, I, my understanding of that part of the conversation was that he got, he got a train to Euston Station and a taxi would take him to the Dáil. And why can't he get a bus, 145, 76, 78? Or why can't he walk to the Dáil, 20-minute walk? Yeah. What's I, this issue about telling us on last Saturday in Dublin or the previous Saturday in Cork? Uh, this, that, this, that. Me, Neil... This is a joke, man. Like, everybody wants a piece of the pie, okay? We understand that, right? Would he be able but, to put in Would he be able to put in an expense claim for that taxi from Houston to the dollar? I suppose you course, would. Of co- course he can. Neil, you, you had time at school on the radio three weeks ago. I'm not here to knock anybody now, okay? Well, you and, are actually you know, saying TD shouldn't get taxis from Houston to the dollar. No, I didn't. No, I didn't say that, Neil. I said he should get a bus to the dollar. You ask me, should he put the expenses in? You know, you and I know, no, Neil, we're wrong enough. You know they get expenses for everything, okay? And as far as I know, Neil, they don't put any expenses in after 20 No, they, they, yeah, they get travel expenses, so that would be deemed as an they expense, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but do, do you get travel expenses to work, Dave? No, no, I don't, get, I don't get any expenses for nothing. They are, so, so, so therefore... But I'm private sector, what? it's a different ballgame for the private sector. Uh, well, okay. We that, get nothing okay. for nothing. <laughs> uh, well, I know that, Neil, and look, the, the, the budget's out since just so we all know what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. But don't you worry, Neil, and you know this... You okay. would have loved if Mick Barry got a driver from Cork to the Dáil, wouldn't you, though, Pat? I would absolutely, Neil, would, would actually go up down the train <laughs> at half past ten, and I would actually sit out outside the Dáil, right, until he comes out of the Dáil. Well, uh, well... Michal Martin, got, me all Martin got a driver to the doll from Cork. I'm, I'm, I'm Simon Coveney. All ministers now have drivers. Yeah, and you have you have Michal's plane last Thursday being struck with uh, some birds in Dublin business class. Yeah, nobody was freaking out that Michal Martin flew business class to New York with all of his staff. It was on radio. So what about the, the Green Party? The Minister for Lettuce? <laughs> they, 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 that's, Be respectful, will you, man? What are you calling them that what? for? Minister for Lettuce. The Green Party, is that? Green Lettuce. Neil, Neil, like, there, there is a war in Ukraine. We understand that. The Russians have invaded another country, OK? But we're not getting our, ga- our gas. We're getting 3% of that from Russia. The rest is coming from Norway and from England. I know, I mean, I, I know it. Actually, just on the subject, just while, we, just while we're talking about mm-hmm. drivers or whether it's trains mm-hmm. or buses or whatever, there are 40 guard officers recruited to staff a driver pool for ministers. These are guardy. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and they've been given a number of new luxury cars as well. Uh, they probably okay. will move into electric cars ultimately. And the cost of those ministerial drivers, are you sitting down? Is your seatbelt on? Two, I'm two, coffee, yeah. two and a half million a year. That's right. The cost so of ministerial the drivers. Uh, it was running closer to six million a year when all the senior ministers had a guard a car. Uh, the ministerial pool at, the, at that stage amounted to 77 full-time and relief drivers. So it's still a significant chunk of change, uh, not as much as it was. But the two and a half million includes wages, expenses, allowance and car maintenance. So are the ministers now who were elected by the public afraid of the public? Yeah, they're, they're saying they need security uh, detail to keep them safe. And, and, who, and, in the, in and the, who, actually, who did that survey? Uh, that's a good point. I Harris, they, they did it themselves. Harris, it? Of course, they did, Neil. Like Neil, they're, they're taking the cream and the pie. They're giving the rest to us. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm retired now. I have my pension. Blah blah blah. Right? That's fine. But I see people here in my area, boy, and you know they are struggling, man. And you know everybody is struggling because of the cost of energy. That's the biggest problem. Oh, listen! Moment, don't right? kid yourself. That's six hundred euro that people would get off their electricity bill in three 200 euro payments. That's just rewarding energy companies. That's because of the election coming up, Neil. No, but the, the, they're six, afraid, the 600... they're afraid of the people. They're afraid of the people. And I, I'll tell you now, Neil... But hang on, if they were afraid of the people, they would have capped the price and they'd have said, we will no. make sure you don't pay any more than 2,000 euro a year. But they haven't done but that. But you need, when, you, when you look for a card, you can't find one. If you go down to the, the south side, where my hall is, you can find four there. Why in God's name are we going down this route? You know, people, people need money to survive. People need food. I mean, I don't know why people... Do you need the extra food. 12 euro a week? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, well, no, I don't. It's honest of you to say that. No, uh, I do not need that. Yeah. I do not need that. But, but Maureen earlier on said that uh, all increases to social welfare should be means tested, whether that's an old age pension or a dole. Yeah, but they're going to give people 600, take away, take back 75 in tax. You had the, um, the, the what's his name, Vradka on RTE last week, didn't understand what the standard charges was. He's the Minister for Enterprise. He doesn't know He's what they are. He did not know what they were, and it works out at roughly about nine cents per day, depends on your usage. I'm thinking between 350 and 900 per provider that comes into your house. You can be damn sure it is somewhere between that. It's probably on average about 500 a year for people. It is. Okay, okay. Anyway, let me get some more texts and emails on the air. Can you find out if he's going up in that car? Who? Mick, uh, I can't say the word in the video. The guy down on Shen the Shannon Street. Next no, to the funeral he home. got a train to Dublin and a taxi to the doll. So why does he have a driver waiting outside the, the door for the last 15 minutes while he was talking to you? No, I don't know anything about doors, but I know Mick Barry doesn't have a, as a, isn't a minister. He's not in government, so he doesn't have a driver. He doesn't. Well, he did say that. He, he did say that to you, Neil. And Would you take my word for it? I can check if you want, but believe me when I tell you. I would well, prefer if you check, Neil, right. and if you come back to me, I'll be outside the okay. door. Okay. Half Mick Barry doesn't have a ministerial driver. He doesn't. No, I know that. I know he doesn't have a ministerial driver, Neil, but he did say that his driver was waiting for him. Taxi driver, I'd say. But listen, I will check, Pat. It's easy to check. We'll just bang off a fast text. Thanks, Thanks for very that. Much, Neil. Anne Look says uh, they are now encouraging people in low incomes not to work at all. Yeah, that's interesting because it, it actually, because of the way things are, um, if people are being offered a job that's low money, 
and you already are on welfare payments with some supplementary payments on top of it and maybe family income supplements and, you know, things like that. How how would you be encouraged to give all that up to take a job where you'd be working 37 hours a week, lose an awful lot of benefits uh, and make very little extra after tax? Anyway, she says they're encouraging people in low income not to work at all. 12 euro per week increase for doing nothing. Now, she's having a go, really, at people who just don't want to work. 12 euro per week increase for doing nothing. She says, I mean, for well-abled-bodied people to be getting money for doing nothing is nothing short of a disgrace. In fact, it should be reduced per week after two years of signing on doing nothing. There are plenty of courses out there for all age groups. When I retired at 63, I went out and participated in a Cork ETB course. They're amazing. I've had plenty of work since at my own discretion. Uh, With the HAP, the landlord, if he's a PAYE worker, pays back tax at the higher rate, which has added financing for the government. Whereas in the past 20 years, the HAP payments could have been repaying mortgages uh, or indeed they could have used the HAP money to buy and to build houses instead. Uh, I doubt if the money spent on bicycle lanes will ever pay off in the long run says Anne. Uh, One of the main points there is that it's encouraging people who never want to work to never work. Uh, Text 0868104106. Shelley, good morning. Hello. Um, You (laughs) wanted to pick up on TD's expenses, is it? Go ahead. Yeah, I just just sent in a message there. I just thought, you know, um, give them all free travel passes, cut it all, bring everyone back down to ground level. Do you know? Uh, Cut out drivers, cut out cars, cut those claiming expenses they've all got their travel pass drive on uh, would be, it would be a good way to start would be that no minister from Taoiseach Down should ever fly business class wouldn't that be a good start that would be a great start well, on top of that are you saying that there would be a free travel pass for all ministers as well and they get rid of ministerial cars yes yes yeah. yes cars saving our environment all at the same time they say that they, they say that those yeah. bicycle lanes what? We'll use those bicycle lanes if they'd rather use the bicycle lanes. Use our public travel travel system. So you want the teacher to get the train to Dublin and you want the teacher then to get a bus to the doll? Yeah. Okay. Because he would say, and ministers would say, that they work when they're in the cars. People work when they're on the bus and when they're on the train. True, yeah, good point, good point. Facilities are there, Wi-Fi is there. Okay, 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 so it would be... I'll leave it at that. Yeah, because it would be a good to lead by example. Of course. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, Every year, my two children... This is a handwritten letter, actually, from uh, Peter. He says, uh, every year, my two children got tickets for the bus. I can tell you what happened this year, because this year, they couldn't get one. Uh, Could you ask that useless Minister for Education what is happening to our own poor Irish children who can't get tickets to the bus when they could in other years? What happened was the war in Ukraine. That's the answer. Ukrainian children have been given seats on buses before our own Irish children. Also, Ukrainians have been given free school books and uniforms and shoes. It's a disgrace to overlook our own Irish children. I've heard many talking on your programme parents of and give preference to you to refugees. There is definitely a two-tier system in Ireland at the moment. Refugees first and Irish second. And it will never change with this present government in office. Um, bowing down to the people in the EU. 
and that's from Peter by letter to Red FM Curraheen in Cork. Um, you're always talking about those very, very bla- dangerous blades that you can buy in the centre aisles of Lidl. I was astonished that there they were. They weren't kitchen knives, they weren't even steak knives. They were interchangeable blades uh, and a long way from Stanley knives. These were very, very different, very dangerous looking blades. I work in Lidl. ID is needed for all blades. The till automatically tells the cashier that they have to ask for ID when scanned. Okay, well, fair enough. But at what age can somebody with ID get these blades? I mean, are you saying that somebody has to ID have ID to prove they're over 18? Which means that an 18 or a 19 or a 20-year-old can go in and buy these blades? Any knives, alcohol, medicine, lottery items are prompted on the till for staff to ask for ID. It's taken very seriously in Lidl. We have training in place for staff to complete regularly. Okay, um, uh, what I'm learning from this is there is ID. What age, though, can somebody buy these blades? 18, I would imagine. I'm open to correction on that. Text 0868104106. Calls on the way. Call the Neil Prenderville Show now. 0818 Red FM. Uh, some texts. Uh, very busy text with this ahead of the budget today. I heard the government is going to give households another 200 energy bonus up to 600 euro. Yeah, three by 200. That's not much good to me and I would guess a lot more like me in my situation. I'm currently renting a property that is not registered and is attached to the main house. I pay a lot of money for this as I have no choice. I will see nothing of this energy bonus as I receive nothing back of the last 200. Why couldn't they just put money back into bank accounts? I'm on my knees. Unfortunately, I won't come on air as my voice is too recognised uh, and I would be concerned my landlord would put two and two together and I might lose the flat. Uh, I have kids who stay with me at the weekend, so I can't take the risk. I guess the landlord will get the benefit, not you. I'm not one to usually comment on the prices of things, but yesterday I witnessed the most blatant case of price gouging I've ever seen. I actually had to ask the employee if it was a mistake. A bag of firewood that cost seven ninety nine a year ago was priced at fifteen ninety nine. I actually couldn't believe it, and to be honest, I find it shameful. I went across the road uh, and got two of the same size bags for eight euro, whereas one cost seven ninety nine. Uh, that's a seventy five percent saving from one side of the road to the other. There is absolutely no excuse for this gouging. Uh, can't take a call, but I hope you get to read it out. I mean, there you have it. That's just opportunism, and that's a kind word. Um, what about the PAYE workers? Uh, another one, Frank says, I reckon they won't cap electric companies because they get too much tax for them. I wonder will someone on a widow's pension get any of the budget benefits? Just like, the, the, well, actually, um, there would be an increase there on all which would be 12 euro a week. You should ask the minister tomorrow if the extra bonus payments will be paid to people on maternity benefit or illness benefit. And if not, then why not? Every time a double payment is made, this category, maternity benefit and illness benefit, does not get it. It's only the people on the dole, you see, who don't want or won't work. I'm not including the ill, the disabled or the elderly. All social welfare categories don't get the bonus. Ask him why. Is there anything being done on the price of home heating oil for those uh, that work from home and aren't getting a fuel allowance? Yeah, nothing actually. And funnily enough, more and more people are working from home and are burning fuel and light um, for the privilege of working from home. It's benefiting their companies, actually, because a lot of offices have gone now and many companies have closed down offices and people are working from home. But you get a paltry amount um, back 
to supplement your increased bills for working from home. Uh, I think you should ask Master McGrath, where does he think 600 is going to get people with real needs? The price of a bag of coal has risen from 20 euro to 40 kg for a 40 kg to 42 euro. Uh, take into account also, you need kindling and fire lighters every day to start fires. Shopping bills have skyrocketed over the last few months. Where are people going to get the money for that? €12 Euro a week in social welfare isn't going to cut it. People also have gas bills, which are after going up astronomically. People will die this winter, have no doubt about it. Big businesses, as usual, uh, are being looked after, with up to ten grand a month being paid to them off their utility bills. The same big businesses that screwed the people when COVID was on and over. Um, one more for now. It doesn't need to be means tested. People should just be asked to opt in or opt out. Would you opt in for energy assistance if the opt-in list was public? No. Connie says, why don't people just uh, who receive but don't need these budget benefits pay them into a fund that could be distributed to the needy? This would be a way around the means testing excuse given by the guy currently on the show. Yeah, um, that's from earlier on this morning. People talking about things being should be means tested. Mick Barry, you couldn't do said you couldn't do that. There's way too much paperwork involved in it. Anyway, I did get a response from Mick Barry with regards to whether or not he has a driver to and from Dublin. More on that in a minute. Jared, a quick call. Jared, good morning. Hello, Dean. How are you? Good. Go for it. Now you're under pressure. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm table for my wife. You see, because she's that well at the moment, and I just got up and ran to my pension there. Last week, it just came through last week, right? Because she can't walk, she's ill at the moment. No, if she was 66 and she would get her own pension, I'd get a 12 euro rise and she'd get a 12 euro rise. But the fact now that I'm only claiming for her on my pension, that, that means we only get one 12 euro rise. I haven't so a clue, man. I'd say if it's only one pension coming in, it's just one rise, yeah. I would have thought. Yeah, you see. So you'll have someone on tomorrow, then you might throw that question at him, or geniuses that are uh, running the country. Yeah, you, you, uh, how does that work though? It, it's uh, it's she would have had her own pension, right? She would, you see, but she don't she, she don't qualify for it at the moment, and she's in at the moment, right? So is she, she under pension age? Is it? She's under pension age, you see. Under, oh right, so, okay. So I just came for her there last week, so you wouldn't get the full amount. For you, would only get a certain amount. You yeah. see, on top of your pension, follow. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Does so, she get any so independent welfare payment? Nothing. Nothing. Well, nothing. There's nothing. Nothing for her. Then I would say I can ask him, but I would think nothing for her if that's the case. Well, you might throw that question at him because if she was sixty-six, she'd be getting the rise, and I'd be getting the rise. You'd be getting twelve each. Yeah, you would, and another and another few benefits as well. You'd be getting a couple of double benefits, and you'd also she'd also be getting a bonus this side of Christmas. That's right, you see. Yeah. So, like, that's another loophole. All right, thanks, Jared. Text 0868104106. Meanwhile, across the water, they had their budget last week. The paper this morning that was referencing the mail said Britain is in danger of becoming the laughing stock as the pound hits record lows against the dollar. They really hammered it in the UK. Quasi Quartang uh, delivered a, a mini budget, and the basic rate of income tax was cut to 19 pence in the pound. Uh, and the 45% rate was brought down to 40. 40 the same as in Ireland, except they don't have a universal social charge, which we do, which puts the tax rate much higher than 40. Uh, and then, of course, they're doing other stuff like, actually, one of the weird things that they did is they scrapped the back the, the cap on bankers' bonuses, uh, which means that, you know, the bonuses that people uh, working in banks and working in stock exchange and hedge fund managers, they make millions Every year on bonuses, all that's back again. But one thing that they have done there is they will reduce benefits if people do not fulfill their job search commitments. 
the point being that if people who could work won't work, they're going to start reducing their benefits over time. Uh, one other thing that I found very interesting is uh, one of the headlines I don't have in front of me is where they want to reward people who work and reward people who do well in their lives because far too long the working person, of course, has been penalised. It's still the same way here. But I'm just wondering what the reaction has been um, uh, on the other side of the pond. Trish is over there in the UK. Trish, good morning. Hello. Hi. This is a big gamble, um, but have, have you seen any pushback with regards to, say, for instance, what you can now buy uh, and the power of the pound? Well, I think everything's tanking, isn't it, against the US dollar, um, all those markets. But butter, I I know one specific thing, butter. My husband, um, he went out on Saturday and he he bought butter. And I said, I thought you weren't buying butter because you said it went up 20p last week. He said, yeah, but it's back down to £1.9 now. And it was two. It was one twenty the previous Sunday. Yeah, and I guess I guess it's whether it's home no, brand or yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no Sainsbury's. Yeah, Sainsbury's. It well, butter Sainsbury's. butter's gone crazy here. That's for yeah, sure. Same yeah. here. Yeah. Same here. And he bought some muck from some other store. But um, yeah, we got our gas and electricity estimates. They came through the other day, and it's going to be both of them under the two thousand five hundred for the year. So you get nothing there, but what they have done, which they aren't doing here, is putting in a cap. Yeah, we've got that cap. Yeah, you've we, have, we have the cap. The cap is two thousand five hundred for the year. But you also get something like five hundred off it on top of the two thousand limit, isn't it? So it's more likely to be about two thousand. Yeah, and plus because I our daughter's disabled, she gets. We get an extra 150 quid for her. So we're kind of going to be... I can put the heating on, put it that way. Yeah, and isn't, that's fantastic. Is, is, is that the way people feel in the UK now? Thank God, yeah. at least we know how much you we're going to have to spend. On. We can now... Yeah. So it's a relief, yeah. isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. I wasn't used... I've been using the line. I never used the line to put the washing out. I wasn't using the dryer, but I used it yesterday. Well, I mean, in the old days, like before tumble dryers, particularly in the good weather, everybody put the clothes out on the line. Or you bought one of those big clothes horses, which I did, um, to put in the bathroom to hang everything up, and it takes two or three days to dry the stuff and, <laughs> and things. But it means that if you've got that, then you don't have to worry, that you know that you can... All right, our bill is going to be... I worked it out. It's going to be about 1900 for the year from October to next October. Yeah. But that means we know, okay, we want to go to the pub on Saturday. We're okay. And we know that because that, um, that, that reduction, my husband, he is, will be saving 1098 this tax year because he'll be paying less. They put this social levy in April on. It was an extra 2p for every worker. And I suppose it was to pay back the COVID debt and yeah. things like that. But well, now you have a 19%, 19% yeah. lower tax and rate and a 40 it, higher. Yeah. yeah. So somebody earning, I had, I had a look at the, what the figures were. Somebody earning 20 grand, they're saving £96 a year. And then it goes up to, if you're earning... Up to a hundred thousand, it's one thousand ninety-eight, yeah, and it so goes down. down. Anyone over a hundred grand, then no. But up to that, 
you are up to a hundred grand. Yeah. yeah, but there's 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 you know there's a lot of certainty for people, isn't it? Knowing what their <laughs> energy bills are going to be, we, we don't yeah. have that certainty. That's the problem. They, they yeah. will they will not do what the yeah, UK do. Yeah, but they can't, can they? Because it's got to be approved. You've got to have parity with all the EU countries, don't you? Uh, maybe that's one of the reasons why they can't I, do it. I, I'm guessing. The so the UK, they can pretty much do whatever they want. But um, the, the pound, though, they're talking about interest rate increases over there. There's a big panic on since the budget, isn't there? Well, that's what the Americans did. They've increased um, interest rates. So you get more investors going in buying isn't that how it works? Mm. I think. Mm. I think. I don't know. I think if they put up interest rates, then the people are getting more money for their investments in the country. They're getting that a kickback, and then I mean, it's no good for the rest of the world because everything is bought in dollars, isn't it? But what's expected to happen now with the price of things in the UK in supermarkets? Because clearly, you must have seen things go up in price. Well, he said about the butter, but. Then it was down this weekend by, you know, 10p. But what about everything else? Oh, I don't know. I don't shop. <laughs> <laughs> Who shops? He does. He's a great shopper. He's one of these ones that go round to all the different shops. Looking for bargains. <laughs> oh, he's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. What about, the cost it. Of, what about the cost of going out, for instance, whether it's a restaurant or a cafe? Um, about... The same as Dublin. We were up in Dublin for the concert. Um, it's about the same. What, for Garth Brooks? Yeah. Do you find it expensive, yeah. Dublin? No. No, no, I didn't think it was expensive. Okay, all right. We had, we had uh, the three of us had a lovely meal in the hotel um, and drinks and things, and it came in at 70-something euros. So you, you, didn't, you weren't in Temple Bar then, thankfully, where you'd have prayed it we off? We were in Christ, a place called Christchurch. Yeah, well, that is a kind of a touristy area. Yeah, one nice. of the other, One of the other things that they've done is they will reduce benefits if people don't go to work. What's oh, the, that's right. I think that's right. Because you have people that are permanently... I mean, let's take out the people who are mentally or physically or drug-dependent disabled. They can't. You mm. know, they have their own issues. But somebody who's just sitting on the bum playing Xbox on their 44-inch TV mm. and my pride of my husband going out at five, five past five this morning to work, mm. paying for them, that pisses people off. Mm. 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 And there's nothing wrong with them. Mm. They won't work because they never wanted to work. They want everything for nothing. So they're coming after them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, okay, appreciate I the I know update. it's harsh, but, you know, we all had the same start in life. Well, some, not most of us had the same start in life. And it's what you want out of life. But can you blame people, though, if they lose an awful lot of benefits to go to work for 37 hours a week? Oh, no. My, my landlady, she's... What they're talking about is the people that have those hours in the day that are claiming universal credit. My landlady, the landlady in our local pub, she is offering 15 quid an hour for, for someone to come in and be a kitchen help between 1 and 4, 4 p.m. Yeah, but... 12, you, 12 and 4 p.m. Okay, 15 pounds an hour for a four-hour day means you'd lose your dole. No, you can do... You can, you, you can work up to 15 hours a day. So you could, you could 15 hours a week. 
without it impacting on your dole. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's similar here, actually. So you could hold on to all of your benefits and go and make extra money. And nobody will take up the 15 euro and pound an hour job. she's been screaming for that. All they want is just a kitchen help. And plus, remember, we don't have to pay health care here. So if you're still under that um, threshold, you're doing those few hours of work, you don't even have to pay... um, dental, you don't even have to pay for um, your prescriptions or anything like that. I mean, it's 23 quid to see the dentist for them to just go, yeah, I need, you need a referral. So um, the, the, the job can't be filled at £15 an hour. No. That's what you're saying. No. E- even though the person taking that job wouldn't lose their dole. They wouldn't. As long as they can work up to 15 hours a week. Yeah, I don't understand that logic. You think that they'd want to get out of the house a bit more Wouldn't and make yeah. some extra money. Yeah, they'd yeah. save on heating as well, wouldn't yeah. they? All right, let me yeah. talk to Nola. Thanks a lot, Trish. Right. Take care for now. Uh, Mick Barry did come back. He says, I hear one of your callers is suggesting that I have a personal driver. For the record, I got a taxi from Houston Station to the Dáil and I drive a 03 Toyota Corolla when I'm at home. Thank you for clarifying, Mick. Uh, Pat would be delighted to hear. Although he's suggesting, uh, Mick, that you shouldn't be getting a taxi from Houston to the Dáil. You should be getting a public authority. You should be getting a bus. Uh, text 0868104106. Nula, good morning. Morning, Neil. Okay. You you're, you're, want to pick up on free books for primary, is it? I do, yeah. I want to pick up on free books for primary, free college fees, and nothing for secondary schools, like. It's a glaring omission, but maybe next budget will have the secondary school books sorted, though. I know, but what, what happens this year, like? Do you know what I mean? For yeah. people that have kids going to secondary school. And, and, and it's going I mean, to be I mean, one of the, the first book. questions I'll ask them. Why would you hone in on primary when secondary is much more expensive? And, and it is way more expensive, like. Well, are you seeing it through the eyes of grandchildren, is it? I am, yeah. I have 11 grandchildren, yeah. And are you aware of what kind of costs per child? I, I don't know the exact cost, but I know one book was 60 euro alone. Could you imagine that, if there was a few children in secondary school? That's, and that's for only just one book, like. Yeah, I'm going to dig out the cost of uh, the expense of a child in secondary school for an average Irish family and see what it adds up to. I know there is a stat for it. Um, but I mean, a- I, have kids go- I have kids going to primary school as well. Like, and I know that secondary school is way more expensive than primary, you know? Yeah. So why hone in and... One and not the other. Primary and not the other, like, okay. and... And honing on the college as well, you know. Well, the Being college education thing is is a step in the direction of having free college for all Irish children. So why not have free books for children in secondary school so that they can mosey on in and go to college? Good point, good point. I certainly will make it on your behalf. Why have one and not the other? The uh, It says here from Zurich.ie did some research into it. They said the average cost of sending a child to primary school each year is €1,573. Um, I'm all about secondary school. I'll, I'll try and get that one for you as well. I'd imagine it's higher, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd imagine it's way higher. Yeah, okay. All right, thanks for that. Text 0868 104 I'll try and get those stats. 
Talk to Neil Prenderville now. 0818-104-106. Cork's Red FM. Right, I got a stat actually from Charlie Weston in The Independent from last year. He broke it down. He said the cost of sending a child to primary school is just shy of €1,200, he's saying. Uh, And the cost of sending a child to secondary school every year is 1500 per year. So 1200 for primary and 1500 for secondary. And then picking up on that, although this stat is five years old now that I've found, so it's probably a lot higher than it was back in 2017 when the article was written. And it said that the cost of sending one child through the entire Irish education system is €45,000. And that is to take your child all the way through uh, the education system. According to stats from 2017, the cost of sending one child through the Irish education system has risen to €45,000. It found that parents are underestimating the annual cost of sending their children to school. This is the Zurich Cost of Education in Ireland study. um, And it broke it down uh, per year, uh, primary and indeed secondary. Uh, and on and on. They also put in the average cost of grinds onto it as well, the cost of books and everything, all of it, every single thing. 45 grand per child, they're saying, between primary and secondary. Can't come on air, this budget is going to be the same bull crap as every year. The average middle class working person gets diddly squat, while social welfare gets uh, 12 euro increases. That's an annual increase to welfare of 624 euro a year. I wouldn't mind that annual increase in my wages, I can tell you, after tax. I'm not in the high tax bracket, so I don't get any benefit of that. They should give the 600 euro towards a, redu- a reduction on installing solar panels, not giving it to energy suppliers. Social welfare recipients get everything in this country. Extra allowances for fuel, double benefits at Christmas. They get a house for pittance and use their free money to pay the pittance charges that they have to pay in rent. I'm not talking about carers and I'm not talking about pensioners. We all know who we're talking about, don't we? While the middle working class gets stiffed as usual. They want to get rid of USC for those under the 40% tax bracket. That anybody on the lower rate of tax, the 20% rate, he's saying, shouldn't be paying this USC even at a reduced amount. What complete idiots. Why should we expect high income earners to bail people out time after time? Um, I think he's, this texture is referencing Mick Barry and the wealth tax. Uh, why can't the government manage the billions they take in taxes from everyone properly? I've never heard anything so ridiculous. People who have worked hard to accumulate a bit of wealth should bail people out because the government are idiots. Do your job properly. This is from a person who was not wealthy, by the way. Sorry, I'm working, can't come on air. But Mick Barry, don't even start me. God bless us if he ever gets into government. The multinationals will be gone. He'll tax them out of it. And then watch unemployment rates rise. Text 0868104106. Keep them coming and I'll drill into them after the break. Text and WhatsApp 0868104106. Cork's Red FM. Small business wondering there by text as to whether this 600 euro off your electricity costs, three 200 euro payments off the bill, whether that will be for small businesses as well. No, this would be for residential customers. Businesses are different. There will be a lot of aid given to businesses, but you'd want to be able to prove that you have soaring energy costs. So like some of the ones that I dealt with there yesterday, Fitzpatrick's bill, for instance, is one of the ones that we had astronomical increases in it uh, where it doubled or trebled. They will now get um, um, uh, a maximum, and I imagine they'd have to be really big businesses, but up to 10,000 a month off their soaring 
energy bills, businesses. The bigger the business, the bigger the bill, the more you'll get off it. It'll whittle down to smaller businesses in lower amounts of money. I hope that makes sense. Uh, back to the phone lines we go. One, two, three, four. Teresa, Teresa good morning. Good morning, Neil. Um, as, a, as a couple of pensioners, yourself and your husband, what do you feel of the, what do you make of the 12 euro a week extra? Uh, you know, Neil, is not much, like, but at least it's something. And uh, I know we probably should be getting way more than that. But, you know, we just have to be grateful for what we get. Yeah. You know, it'll help out in some little way, I know, but, you know, it's, it's just not enough. But we, whatever we say... There's nobody listening to anybody need these days. But you there's know, also a double payment money. in the next few weeks. And then there's yes, the Christmas yeah. bonus. And then there's yeah. also, uh, well, child benefit wouldn't affect you. That goes up. Carers and people on disabilities get a one-off payment. And interestingly as well, for fear that we miss it, I did read this morning also that they're saying that um, families uh, who care for, this would be domiciliary care allowance for ch- sick children, uh, will also get a twenty euro a week increase. Sorry, uh, sorry, it's, it's not. It's not yeah. actually. It's it's only a fiver a week. It's it's twenty a month. It's Mickey Mouse. Sorry. Yeah, it's an insult, really, to people like that. You know, yeah. they have to look after their children yeah, all is. the time. Yeah. They're no break or anything like that. That's it's it's it's, it's desperate. It's, it really makes you mad at times with the likes of that now. But how you know? do you, how are you coping with two pensions coming in and an extra twenty four a week now? Um, well, you know what, I mean, we're getting by, but you know, I mean, I suppose like everybody else, we could do with a bit of extra. And, um, you know, we, we try to make it ends meet as much as we can. Yeah, you'll get the you know 600 I mean? off the electricity bill. That, that, that's something. Oh, it's something, definitely. Like, but it will depend on the winter now, Neil, too, with the weather. I know. Do you know, know. what I mean? Yeah. We could have, like, we don't go, we don't go much. We don't go socialising anymore because, like, that, you know, where's there to go? You can't go to town. So, like, what, what do you mean say, you can't go to town? You mean you can't afford to go? Um, well, like, maybe we could afford once, once a week or something like that, but we don't want to go into town of, of the way things are happening in town. Do you know no, what I mean? Tell, me what, you're af- tell me what you're afraid of inside in town. Um, well, if, I, if we went into town and if there was fights that you see on the, you know, on their page up there that they have up me, I mean, we never witnessed anything like that when we were growing up. I know. Do you know, knives and throwing people through uh, glass windows and stumping in their heads and we never had anything like that when we were growing up. You'd be afraid you'd be caught up in it or you'd be afraid oh, that you'd be badgered definitely. from people looking for money kind of stuff, is it? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I know, you no never ever had like that years ago, you're saying? Never. I, I can never remember. We could walk into town. We could come home at 12 o'clock at night. We never had anything. We weren't, you know, we weren't afraid. You know, we weren't aware of anything going on like that. And it wasn't going on in our time. We had innocent days. Do you know what I mean? There was no knives and no, uh, no machetes and all this kind of thing that's out today. We had nothing like that. Yeah. You know, it was fist fights more than anything else now. Like, but saying that we could walk the town, we weren't afraid. But now I wouldn't dream of going into town. I wouldn't mind going in in the evening now or, or the morning time to do my shopping. But other than that, there's no way we go socialising during the week. Or during the week. And when was the last time you would have been in Cork City after dark? Oh, after dark, like. Um, when the, before the pandemic started, you know, we, we used to go out about five o'clock in the day and we'd be home again for about nine. You know, we might have a meal and then we come home. Inside the town. Drinks. Yeah. Isn't that a lovely thing to be able to do? But you stopped it, is it? Oh, we had to stop it then. Do you know what I mean? I mean, why would you put your life on hands? And then, like, going into town and getting a taxi home at, the, at that time, I know no, uh, we, we could afford it, like, you know. But not today. Like, we can't go into town and get a taxi out, you know. 
Um, I know we have free travel, which we often done. We went on the bus a couple of times. You know, and was grand. And but the way the town is now, you, you can't get a, um, a bus there no by uh, Larry Tompkins anymore. Yeah, They're after moving that, so yeah. you might as well walk up the north side. Uh, anyway, because it's would just you, there by the Dominican Centre. Would you ever strike off on the train, for instance, with the free travel or anything like that? Well, we, we often went to Dublin, no one is, on yeah. the free travel, yeah. you know, and it's good, it's grand. But then again, Neil, look what's happening on the trains, like with all the drugs and everything else. And when you're, you know, when you get older, you're not able for these kind of things. So as you get older, you become more aware and worried about your surroundings and your safety. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you definitely. feel more vulnerable, I suppose, as you're older. We do, yeah. Sure, I mean, how could we defend ourselves now if we were in town? How could we defend ourselves now if anybody attacked us? Like, you know, I mean, we're not very, very old, like, but mm. at the same time, like, we wouldn't be able for anything like that. So mm. why would you put yourself in that position? Mm. And why do you think it got so bad? I mean, because it's been bad for a long time now and just gradually we're getting worse. I know we're talking about the scourge of drugs and issues like that, but just... If you take drugs out of the picture, why do you think so many people are behaving so badly? Neil, you know what? That's a good question. And I'd love to be able to answer it. But I just think that the, the teens today, they have no regard for anyone or anything. They just take what they want and that's it. No, not the same for everybody, not for all the teens. Oh, and when you're dealing the with the ones that are acting the, acting the maggot, yeah. is it parenting? Exactly. Is it? It's parenting, surely, is it? God, I mean, I could be now and then again. I know loads of people, loads of parents, and they they brought their children up right. And it's just their company, I think, that they get into. Yeah. You know, they have know. to go with the flow then otherwise. And then, like, they forget their parents at home who's worried about them. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 very sad to think. It really is. And thank God my children are reared now. But they have children now coming up. Yeah. You know, and it's an awful, it's a, it's a worry for any parent today. Yeah, okay. I wonder if anybody has any contribution to make following what you've just said there. But thank you, Teresa. Appreciate it. Yeah. Neil, I wonder there, yeah. remember, you were on yesterday there with Frank, uh, a plumber called Frank. Frank the plumber, yeah. Yeah, and I wonder, do he do, uh, would he install one in anybody's house, like, say, just for, say, my house? Here's what he's doing. You know? He's encouraging people that have big, huge tanks up in the hot press yeah. To whip them out yeah, because they're constantly boiling and heating water in that tank and it's just going cold again and heating it again. Yeah. And, cold. and he's saying you want to get a smaller one under the under the sink in the kitchen. Smaller yeah, water, he, water heaters is heat just what you need. Yeah, exactly. And like we have an electric shower, but we also have that big tank um, up in the attic now too. And um, like we only got a new one a couple of years ago there. But um, I would love to be able to get one under the sink and, you know, it would be grand for washing the wear and stuff Could like be about that. four, maybe 500 euro, he said. That'd be great. Yeah, sure. My husband was listening to it yesterday and he suggested it and we looked up your page and there was nothing on... I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you what, i put you back on hold there and I'll get the lads to give you Frank the plumber's number, all right? All right, thanks All right, very much, Teresa, Look after yourself. Bye. Take care. Back on hold there, lads, if you can give Teresa that number. Text 0868 I'm Rory. And I'm Valerie. And you can join us for the very best in local, national and international sport every weekend on The Big Red Bench. That's The Big Red Bench, every Saturday and Sunday from 6 on Cork's Red FM. 104 to 106 Red FM This is the Neil Frienderville Show Alright, so we all know I mean, it's amazing actually that everything gets leaked ahead of standing up in the doll and giving out the speech Who leaks it? I don't know, do the ministers themselves leak it or those that type it up or people working for the ministers that leak it but we know exactly what's going to happen and I just, as being devil's advocate if you take out the fact that they didn't put a cap on energy costs and if the cap was in place, everybody using an average amount of electricity and gas, whatever that would deem to be, would only pay a certain amount per year. They didn't do that. If they'd done that, say, let's say that was done, which it wasn't, 
All of the other things then, surely be to God, there's a lot of good in it, right? I don't know who's going to pay for it. I'm going to find 10 billion. I mean, you look at, say, for instance, the ability now to earn a little bit more, up to 40 grand as a single person and 80 grand as a couple before you move into the 40% tax rate. So that's worth about 1,600 euro a year uh, to a working couple. Um, No change to the USE, I understand that. But there's little bits of all other things then. There's a little tax credit for renters. It's tiny, I know, I get that. It's about 500 euro a year, so it's pretty minor. Uh, Welfare payments, um, while many would say they're ridiculously low, some of them will be doubling their welfare payments uh, this side twice uh, with two extra payments and a, and a Christmas bonus. Then you have the 12 euro per week. Um, the fuel allowance is set to be increased. Not quite sure. He'll probably say that when he's in the doll. There's a, a once-off payment for carers of people with a disability. I know it's, it's not much. It's 500 euro. Big changes, for instance, to give credit where it's due to childcare costs. They'll come down by 25% straight away. Anybody that wants to better themselves or their children in third-level education has a better stab at it. At the moment, it's costing you like over three grand a year and the government pay the other three grand. So that's going to drop by a thousand immediately. Um, And then you're going to have... couple of other issues in the budget that haven't been mentioned. Publicly funded IVF will begin next year. Publicly funded IVF. For those that want to or find it difficult to get pregnant. They're going to get another thousand Gardaí in Templemore this year. If they can get people who want to be guards. Um, you're also looking at uh, an increased payment of Garda overtime to tackle more crime. To tackle more antisocial behaviour. And why shouldn't they? If they want guards to work longer hours they got to pay them. And then you got the SMEs, which are the small to medium enterprises. They're going to get 40% um, of the increase in their electricity or gas bills paid up to a maximum of 10 grand. So I'm just trying to look at some of the more positive things. Now, you can tear me apart if you wish. Then you have primary schools. Free school books for all primary school students from next September, next year. Now, some might say, why isn't it secondary? I don't know. But I guess it's a start. Uh, and then you have the three 200 euro electricity credits. I have a big problem with that because I think it just rewards the energy companies. But at least it's the knowledge that there's 600 euro coming off energy bills between now and say what, April. Um, they're also plowing more money. And I don't know about this one. I always wonder about this increasing yet again the amount of money that we pay in overseas development aid packages. Some people are happy with it, others aren't and think that it should begin at home. So that's me like in, in the space there of about 100 seconds summing up what I think the budget will do today. Uh, tear me apart if you want. I'm open for it. Not a bother. Uh, pick up the phone 0818104106. Text 0868104106. Far from me to be the mouthpiece of the government, but I'm just trying to be balanced on it. Linda, good morning. Hello. Do you want to pick up on any of that rant of mine there, for instance, trying to accentuate the positive maybe? Um, well, to be honest, I don't, I'm not really sure about the um, positives of it. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for, you know, what they are giving, I suppose. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay, well, then that's fine. Tell me your own situation and what prompted your call. So, basically, I was looking into going into work, a full-time job in, say, Tesco. And uh, I rang citizen advice to find out, you know, whether it was in my rights or whatever, whatever it was in my rights to like not lose, say, on the door or what he was to lose. Okay, so and your then, husband's on disability, a disability payment, and you're on yeah. social welfare payment. 
Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm under his payment, like I'm claiming under his payment. So he'd be like the main earner then, technically. Okay. Because he, I'm because I'm under him. Um, and it, that's the only way it can be. He can't get a disability payment, and you can't get an independent welfare payment. No. I don't think so. Okay. About the independent, like like I tried to open a credit union account, say before, and I went to the, I went to the door office. I asked them, could they give me proof of payment for myself? And they couldn't do that. Like, I was just like a number. They couldn't give me You're a couple. You're deemed as being a married couple. Okay. Yeah, so, but, so but anyway, it's, all what, so, it's just all under his name. Okay, right, well, that's know? the way it is. That's fine. Okay. So you were looking to get a full-time job, but were worried it would yeah. impact on your husband's disability payment. Yes. Yeah, so I looked into it. I was like ringing, sitting to the advice and stuff to see what I would lose basically you know if I took a full time job on or what and what he would lose and what Sitton's advice said to me was that I would lose 137 euro of my own payment and he would lose 100 euro of his and we'd lose medical cards so if I was basically working for a full week for 400 euro I'm basically making just a bit more over than, just a bit over than 100 euro. So if you took the full-time Tesco job earning 400 euro before tax or after tax? That's probably before tax. Right, so 400 gross for the full-time job in Tesco, you would lose 237 euro in your benefit and his disability, which means that you would be working the entire week uh, for 140 euro. Yeah, basically. Who would want to do that? Exactly, like, and I want to work, like, I genuinely, like, you know, I genuinely want to work, and it's this, I feel like they've left me in this situation where... And on top of that 140, then, you'd also be paying uh, travel expenses to get to the job, things you might need, lunch... Exactly, exactly. Petrol. You'd be working for nothing. Like, literally, like, so I just feel like they've... And he also then can't work, like, hence why he's on disability... You know, so that's even left me in like, unless I can get like a really, really good job, it's just not even worth me even trying to work. And that's a typical example of why people don't want to, even though they wish to work, know that financially it would make no sense to do so. That's it. And I mean, it's hard to hear, you know, people knocking people on the door. I know, like, I get that there's, you know, opinions out there and stuff, but it's just that, like, you know, it almost makes you feel like, oh, God, they probably think I'm one of those people that just don't want to work. And I'm just like... You know, when they're actually kind of putting in that situation where it's not worth it for you to work. Like. But are you not allowed to work part-time without it impacting in any way on payments? No. So the only way that would happen, if I had carers alone for him, I could work 20 hours a week then without anyone being touched. Okay. And a carers allowance would be minding a child with a disability or um, a mother at home with children in the home wanting to work part-time. Is that all? Yeah, yeah, some mothers, yeah, single mothers. I single think, mothers work, like, can, 20 can hours work a week. 20, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then and then people, and if you have, a, like, a disability, and you're on care, if you're, if you're caring for someone with a disability, no, I you understand. can also no, it's work. A, it's like. a perfect example of, um, you know, somebody who would who wants to work, would love to work, but financially would make no sense. That's it, I feel like, I don't know, is it just that the people on the disability are getting, like, a bit left behind in that, you know, or even, not even the people on the disability, but their partners there, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's a shame, isn't it? It really is. It is a shame that there is now no better kind of way around that, because it'd be nice that something could be done about it. It would be nice to be working, you'd enjoy it, yeah, you'd enjoy it. Yeah, that's it, I feel like, you know, it stopped me, that's, I agree, because I feel like it stopped me from, you know, growing, you know, like, going to that next level of, like, 
you know, life, like, you know, know not I being know. able to almost work. I know, you know? you've put it very well. I know, I know. Thanks, Linda. Thanks for taking the call. Don't want to go on air. Just listen to Neil. It is also true. As an example, we are a cleaning company. We cannot get cleaners. Nobody wants to go on the books or they apply to just satisfy job seekers. Then they don't turn up or they quit after a short time. The dole you see in Ireland is far too tempting. At least in Lithuania, the dole gradually reduces over the weeks. So they're forced to go back out to work. Same needs to come in here. I think I just heard you saying that this is being discussed. Yeah, well, the reason I mentioned that point, actually, I'm not necessarily saying that I'm an advocate of it. I mean, I think that people who can work and won't work need to be brought to task. You've given a typical example there of people who apply for jobs just to satisfy the dole. Um, They never intend working or wishing to work. Your point there is that people would work for you as a cleaner in your cleaning company if you paid them cash. But in the UK, whether they ever deliver on it, I don't don't know. But they're saying that they will gradually decrease uh, unemployment benefits for people who refuse to work or don't take job seeking seriously. That's the difference there. Um, Neil, I'm I'm on carer's allowance and the last budget we got a five euro increase, but the council then subsequently put my rent up by four euro 20. So the last fiver we got, I gained 80 cent. Once this 12 euro comes in, I'll be lucky to get a euro because our income will be assessed again by the council. Another typical example of, uh, you know, give it one hand, take with the other. Kathleen, good morning. Good morning, Neil. You wanted to um, pick up on Teresa's chat there before 11 o'clock news. Go ahead. I did. And the last lady's point, Neil. I mean, I remember years ago, you could go to the Stardust Club in the 70s. You could go to Kojak's. You could go to Good Time Charlie's. You could go to all these nightclubs, Neil. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you didn't walk home with some guy you met in there, you walked home with your friend. And in those days, you didn't have a lot of money to spare to get a cab. So yourself and your friend walked home from, you know, the club you lived to maybe whatever area about the hand turn across. And you knew that when you were walking, you knew that you were going to get home safely, Neil, no matter what. Even yeah. if you walk home on your own. I know. I mean, it was much safer. But hang on a second. Let's not look at it, it through was. two rose-tinted glasses, to be honest. It yeah. wasn't great. Mm. There was a lot of whackers and boot boys around in the 70s. A lot of them had knives and chains and would would have no problem giving you a good kicking or a beating. They were around. They were around, Neil. But there was very, I must say, there was very few assaults on women in those days. I remember the guys, you'd often see the guys rolling on the floor outside of the clubs, the nightclubs or whatever. But there was very few assaults on women on the streets in that time, Neil. Yeah. That's what I think. Very, well, it, very was, it was probably safer for women, for sure. It was, absolutely. I mean, you could, you just weren't afraid to go to town, you know, no matter what, regardless. You felt safe walking into town. You felt safe walking out of town. No matter what time you were coming or going, you just felt that safety that you didn't feel that you were going to be threatened by anything or anyone. And wh- why do you think it got so bad? I think it's the lack of guardy on the streets, Neil, the presence of authority. The presence of authority on the street. I think it's the, the lack of the presence of the guardy uniform on the street. The lack of the presence of authority, 
no matter what, maybe if they bring a bit of the army, a little fraction of the army, or it's the it's the lack of the pre, of a presence of authority on the street. Yeah, that's what I. You know what? You're so right. I was listening to an interview this morning with the new commissioner of the Met, the boss of the Metropolitan Police in the UK, <laughs> and he's saying exactly what you've just said. They, he is going to bring the well, certainly the Met back to old-fashioned coppering, boots on the streets, to responding to all crime. Every burglary will get a visit from the... Well, anyone that's burgled will get a visit from a police officer. I don't know. Maybe it's notional. Maybe it's a fairy tale they won't be able to deliver. But he's saying what you're saying. We need to get back to the way it used to be. We do. It's common sense, Neil. To see it going so good then, something has broken. The system has been broken somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Kathleen. Appreciate it. Text 0868104106. I just want to say I'm 27 years old and working full time trying to save for a house. I have a car and you're entitled to it. All I can hear is social welfare this, social welfare that, bonus here, bonus there. By the sounds of it, I'd be better off on social welfare than working because I'm sick of this country screwing the working people. I know some people can't work, but my God. Why should they be handed everything and the working people get nothing? I'm seriously considering leaving the country because I'm getting nowhere here. I can't come on, love the show. I was talking to um, uh, some 20-somethings at the weekend who were going to yet another party um, to say goodbye to a couple of buddies who are heading off to Australia. There are so many leaving in all walks of life. I'll never forget, I was asking afterwards, you know, how'd the party go and this and that. I was chatting with a few of them. And I said to them, not my own family now, but, but friends of them, I said, why are so many people uh, leaving Ireland? More so than ever now, young people like you. And uh, this chap pipes up, because Ireland's a kip. Because Ireland's a kip. Get it off your chest. Call Neil Prenderville now on 0818-104-106. Red FM. Hold on there, William and Chris. I'll get you in two seconds. Just another few texts because I'm conscious of people's texting as well. That old Putin is as cute as a fox. He knew well that if Russia's oil and gas were cut off from Western markets, it would cause global economic chaos and upheaval. It's playing out exactly the way Putin wants. Morning, everyone keeps going on about social welfare. Yes, they are living below the breadline, but let's not forget that for a large portion of these people living on social welfare, it is nothing short of a career. Why not force them to get up and go out and work and see how hard it is to live then? Then there is nothing for the normal person out working hard all their life. And when they need the social welfare system, they're entitled to feck all when they need help as the working man and woman can come on air at work. Paul says, uh, I'm working to help fund those who won't work but happily take yet more handouts and yet more to come in this budget. It's no wonder welfare tourists flock here. It's a government that rewards the idle. Very little in the budget for those of us who go out to work, says Paul. Another person says, capping prices. You keep going on about capping prices. Why don't you address the fact that if they cap the prices of energy, then the cost will just be passed on to the hard-working taxpayer? I can't believe you don't address this. Well, I have, by virtue of your text, and thank you for it. They're going to be borrowing anyway uh, for budgets, and they're going to be borrowing anyway because of inflation. Uh, I think what we need to cap it for is now, uh, so people have the knowledge uh, and the worry is taken away as to what would happen if they turn their boilers on. That's all I'm saying. It's just from now until April, and hopefully be to God by then. I don't know. We, we said that we said the whole Ukrainian invasion by Russia was only a six-week wonder. 
It's turned out to be over six months now. In Mick Barry's socialist utopia, there'd be no unemployment. Everyone has to work and everyone would be paid some wage. Um, yeah, um, and I think that that would be exactly what he's saying, that everybody would have a job and everybody would, be have, would have a decent wage and a decent standard of living and somewhere to live. I think there's an issue of those who need a house and those who feel they're entitled to a house. I think that's screwed it up for many other people who genuinely are looking for housing and need assistance as opposed to those who feel it's an entitlement. I never believed a house was an entitlement. I think that everybody who starts out in life should be starting out on the basis that they earn enough to get their own home. Of course, we have a situation now where even those that have decent jobs can't even get a house. And a lot of that, actually, don't kid yourself, is because county councils, city and councils are actually literally buying up housing estates off the books from builders. I was telling you about that earlier in the week. So even for those that maybe are lucky enough to have a deposit and indeed mortgage approval, they're going up against the council. Um, because the council are also in the same game as you are, buying houses. Um, Mick, adv- Mick Barry advocates that there is no welfare as everyone has to work. Why well, haven't you got the guts to call him out on this? Uh, I don't think he ever said that. And if he did, I missed it. Uh, and then on the universal social charge, we need to change the name to the Irish government rip-off charge. Or for short, call it double taxation Irish government rip-off charge. That's actually longer. It's far from universal. It's only an Irish thing. Um, Some texter says, I'm a little bit shy to come on air, but I really would love to know what is the situation of the update with the events centre in Cork? I actually don't know. (laughs) A fog descends upon my brain when I even think of that convention conference centre. Anyway, back to the phone lines we go. Uh, Chris is on line three. Chris, good morning. Hello. Thanks for holding. Um, as a widow uh, of 30 years now, uh, your thoughts? Yes, uh, this is a bear bug with me, really and truly. I am, yes, as you say, I'm a widow of 30 years. I'm 77 years of age and I am not uh, eligible for the fuel allowance. Um, Why? Well, because I have a pension from my husband, my late husband. Okay. And therefore, it is means tested. Gotcha, gotcha. And I uh, bet you it's a tiny pension from your husband's job, is it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. At the moment, it's... um, I'm finding it quite difficult to manage. I just cited there on my post that... um, On my... Text. text, Sorry. That I paid um, 80 euro for two bags of coal. They're 39 for eco price. Um, How long will they last you, Chris? Oh, God. Well, I do, um, not this weather now, but as it gets colder, you'll have a bag a week, you know? Right. So, yeah. And that's very, very slow going. I have a stove, so therefore, um, and I didn't get any oil this year. I mean, there are people, what I want to explain is, when things are means tested, and where certain, like the fuel allowances mean tested, mm. a small little bit of thought and it's lacking that this government is and always was. Mm. A small little bit of thought should be given into the fact that if you are, uh, with the last 30 years, rearing a family, um, running a home, putting, you know, the way everything is so difficult with one person doing it, and now I'm to be alone with a considerable length of time, a small bit of, I couldn't tell you, give away should be given where somebody, something like that is happening. Because I find it very, very frustrating to think that there are those who haven't any fires in the homes and they are getting the fuel allowance. Yeah, 
Yeah. And that, that doesn't make sense to me. Now, I have contested this. That, that's 33 email. euro a week, but the fuel allowance would be for coal, wouldn't it? it well, 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 yes, it would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, it would. Yeah. So that's, a, that's one point. But I just think that anybody who reaches in this day and age, 77 years of age, and needs fuel, I think it's time that they should give it to not alone me, but others more worthy. Seriously. Mm, mm, it's, yeah. I mean, what, what in the name of fortune are you talking about for elderly people? Yeah, yeah. I also think... Well, they're probably the saying that with the, with, the, with, the, with the widow's pension and your husband's, late husband's pension... Yes, I know, pension. I know. Yes, that you have I mean, enough, I but that, 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 that might have been fine 12 months ago or two years ago. Yes, yeah. yes, of course. And the fact is that I pay tax on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that in in so much time, I have paid them back over and over again. But For just looking, just looking at the, I know, yeah, and that's a well paid, made point. But you will get um, you'll get a couple of double payments now. You'll get one straight away. You get another one before Christmas. You're going to get on top of that then an increase of twelve euro per week onto the widow's pension. Won't all that help? Of course, you'll it get does. six. It's you'll get six hundred. Oh yeah, you, you, have you, you have you have electricity, obviously. So you'll get three two hundred euro electricity payments. Yes, I, yes, of course I will, and that is very good. I'm getting that because everyone is getting. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. The point is, when you get yeah. older, the heat is most important to you. And I mean, for, not alone for myself, but there are many others in the same. I have gone, I can assure you now, when I say this, I have gone different departments. I've spoken, I've gone to as far as I can go up there and they see kind of loopholes in it themselves. What's the cutoff? Do you know what the cutoff is? Oh, don't at this stage. Right. No. Um, okay. It clearly oh, is somewhere. You only have something like 100 per week extra along with your pension. Right. So you get 200, we'll say, and 20 or 230, whatever it is. And I get the living alone allowance. And therefore, you're, you're allowed to have 100 extra. Okay. And you're I above that. I think it's 100, maybe. And you're above that, that with, with your husband. I am, yeah. yeah. I am, yes. Yeah. Uh, but people who are just a little bit above it are also cut off. They are, yeah. yeah. There okay. isn't any, you know, I t- if I am way above it, that's fine. I take that on board. But you're just but there nominally. there should be some kind okay. of a system. You see, once you're in this system, you're never out of it need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you, you have any, do you have any, like, would you have anything left at the end of a week? Oh God! Well, to depend on what you well now time of the year anyway. coming in. Yeah. yeah, with this season coming in, where fuel is concerned, yes, that's a big thing, and yeah. I haven't bought any oil. Now I won't go hungry, or I won't go cold. Do you know what I mean? I'm. I won't do that. I won't be like that, because I will okay. survive. But the point is, I do think that where the elderly are concerned, after all, it was the majority of the elderly who died during the COVID. And I think we can be a neglected society. And I sincerely hope that to give 12 euro to us, somebody up there realises it's a blatant insult. Okay, okay. And I do hope they take to the streets because that's the only way that we will benefit. The last time they suggested, I think, something about the medical card, the elderly people 
Uh, oh, the they were going to means test the medical card. You remember that? Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. And so I think for twelve euro, like what do you do with twelve euro? And you know, it's a pittance, and they know it's a pittance. All right. And they know we'll shut up. Okay. So that's my point. Thanks, Chris. Thank you for You're welcome. Air it. Thank good you. Good morning, August. August fans, longer fall. William, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Nice talking to you again. And you too. Um, what point did you want to pick up? Because we've been talking a lot well, about uh, this afternoon's I'm, expected budget. I'm with the polio survivors as well, and a lot of our members are in wheelchairs, power wheelchairs like I have. They have to be charged every night. They can take anything up to six or eight hours to charge charge a power chair. Uh, I saw also suffer sleep apnea, and I have to use that every night of the week as well. Right. Okay. So that's a, would that be a significant add-on to your energy costs? The wheelchair well, um, and the apnea machine. It probably will, like, but you know, you know, you. I just have to do with it and see how where it goes. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, they're giving us good things. What I'm hearing on the radio, that's a great help, like. But um, it all depends what way the electricity and the gas will go up, like. You know, I know. It's going to be very hard to know what way it's going to pin out. Like, but you have a disability thing. payment, then, would you? Oh, do I? I'm on invalidity pension. I can't work anymore. Yeah. Oh, I understand that. But and so you're aware of the increases from this afternoon. Oh, you won't yeah. get them automatically. A lot of these won't happen until until next year. But some of the bonus payments will happen. Well, some of the bonus. Yeah, I did that. So normally, when you get, they're saying they're giving us twelve euros uh, an increase in a week. Will we get that next year, or will that be this year? Da, 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 social welfare payments will increase. Uh, not. No. I think. It, I think that's sometime next year. Yeah, it's usually around March, I think, or February or something. Yeah, I'm not sure of the month, but uh, but I certainly know that the welfare, the 12 euro a week, that'll go up yeah. next year. It's not immediate. What would be immediate would be a double payment to child benefit before the end of the year. Carers, people with disabilities will get a one, you'll get a once off 500 euro payment. And then there'll be, um, you know, social welfare recipients, which will be you as well. Double payment in the weeks after the budget and also yeah, yeah. a Christmas bonus payment in December. Well, that's not too bad if that happens, you know. That's that's a little help, you know. Well, it, it is, but it's only Mickey Mouse when you go up against the cost of everything gone up and also utility bills gone up. Everything's this gone up. It's kind of tinkering around at the edges, but it's something, isn't it? It's something. It's something. The way I look at it, it's something. Like, it's, you know, it's better than nothing. We always used to get a five euros of a rise and we, we'd have to wait next year to get that. So, like, it's a bit... I think it's a bit of a help anyway. You know, All right, thanks for that. Post. Okay, mind yourself, William. Text 0868104106. Contributing pensioners uh, get €35 Euro per month allowance towards the ESB. This should possibly increase. Now they're sweetening us all with a few hundred over the winter. Um, they give fuel allowance to non-contributory pensioners. Coal is €40 Euro a bag. Um, they're encouraging people in lower incomes not to work at all with a 12 euro social welfare increase as somebody else, a 12 euro per week increase for doing nothing. I mean, for well-abled bodied people to be getting money for doing nothing is a disgrace. It should be reduced per week. After two years of doing nothing, they should be paid nothing. There are plenty of courses out there for all age groups. Uh, Another one. Sure, the government is just moving money around. With HAP, the landlord, if he's a payaway worker, gets back taxes at the higher rate of tax. Great to finance them. And one more then, um, which is from the last bunch of texts. Great to see the primary school's books policy. Since the introduction of transition year, most Leaving Cert students turn 18 before sitting their exams. Why can't the children's allowance be extended until the following June? 
Uh, exam fees and grinds are expensive times for parents. Uh, be delighted if you made the point on behalf of secondary school children and their parents. Uh, it seems that the worker on 35 grand a year is not going to get anything. Anyone earning over 40 grand will be absolutely fine. Yeah, but that person, if they ever get an opportunity to move up from 35 grand to 40 grand, they'll continue to pay the lower rate of tax. That's my understanding of it. And just one final one. There is nothing for working class without children. Those everyday people going out to work to pay a mortgage on a basic wage. I know that there's 600 euro for electricity and that might be great. I worked in aviation for 15 years and the government did nothing for us during COVID. And the company I worked for just went bust. Now I'm working all the hours I can, as is my partner, just to get by. Can come on as I work at, uh, in a factory. Um, otherwise, I'd love to talk about it. Thanks for the text. Text 0868104106. Stay with the phone lines ahead of the break. Here's John. John, good morning. John, can you hear me? Yeah, it's me, is it? Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Is the phone line arrived for you? You're a, you're a landlord, no. an upset landlord, is it? Yes, I am. I'm very upset over the, the budget. Uh, I listened to your uh, guy there a yep. while ago. Is that, um, I, I've been in this business for the last 20 odd years. I have more than one house. I'm an accidental landlord, but kind of put away my savings, borrowed, mortgage, all that kind of way. Now I have four girls in the house, okay? You have the and one house or have you, numer- have you numerous? When I say numerous, I have more than one, okay? How many do you have? Two. Okay, you have two then. All right, fair enough. Go ahead, yeah. Nothing wrong no, with that, incidentally. I'm not I'm no, not quizzing no, you. No, 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 they have free internet, free TV. I'm available 24-7. I go to the house, start fixing things 24-7, nighttime, daytime, weekends, everything. Do the grass cutting, do everything. I have foreign nurses coming over who find hard to get accommodation. I had to find accommodation when they want to leave. Say, uh, for instance, when the families are coming over, I help them uh, search the internet and advise them accordingly. I do everything I can. And this budget is treating me as one of those landlords, landlords who are creamiest, okay? Now, the tenants are going to get 500 euros per year. That's more than once rent for me. Now, I'm paying over 50% tax. I have all those expenses, time that I can't claim for, time out, fixing this, that, and everything that I can't claim for. Like, have, your mortgages on, have your mortgages on the property? They're just finished in the last year or two. Yeah. So. So it was. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 so you take a room that I'm with, you know, at four hundred and say how many? Yeah, but how many rooms have you got? Four. Like that's seventeen hundred a month. Sixteen hundred. Yeah, eight hundred eighty. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No. Right. Okay. I'm paying half. I'm paying over half that in tax. Yeah. And the rest is profit, and there's no mortgage on it. But just just say about the profit. I'm paying property tax. All right, I'm paying internet, I'm paying TV, I'm paying time and energy going out there, and it takes that comes in, I'm available, I go out, fix it straight away. I can't claim for those kind of things. Okay, okay. Like, 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 so what, what would you, like, okay, let me finish, please, let me finish, please. 
I am providing a service for those girls who I get on extremely well with. Extremely well with. As a matter of fact, some of them actually have went to my son's uh, wedding. Uh-huh. We get on that way with them, okay, and communicate with them. And I'm sure, them I'm and sure you are, and it, and it sounds as if yeah, you're an ideal I, landlord. But I, what I wanted yeah. to ask you was, what do you want done differently so that you can have more profit well, from your rent? Well, I mean, say there was talk there at one stage about having a, a different tax rate for landlords, small landlords, at thirty pence in the pound, which would be something. Uh, the USC is supposed to be discarded. It's not. No, they they were never no. going to do that USC well, thing. That was that's right. I know that. That's, I know that. I know that. I you know, know that. that once know the tax that. arrives, it never disappears. Yes. Yeah, I know it does. Yeah. But what have they done to encourage me to stay there? Like, I'm not getting any younger, okay? What have they done to encourage me to stay there? I thought they were looking at incentives for landlords. Just look at the paper on mind. One incentive that I see is that they are going to give an allowance for pre-letting expenses. So in other words, if you buy a house and you start doing it up, uh, normally you would be able to claim those expenses until the house starts uh, bringing rent. Okay, so there's no, talk I, I, of, I, I, there's no talk of of um, uh, a reduced income tax rate for landlords. There's no tax no. of, uh, no talk of any kind of supplementing uh, anything to do. I mean, because th- I, no. I did read this morning that it said something about... Um, Minor changes for the tax treatments of landlords. That's it. That's it. No, I, maybe, he, maybe, I, I, told you, yeah. I, t- I told you, in fact, the minor changes is as far as I can see on the paper this morning, and it's only kind of projection at this stage. But what I can see is that, and the other thing that's very accurate, is that the minor changes are being allowed to claim expenses, certain expenses for the pre-letting expenses. Okay, so there's no actual incentive or encouragement being planned by the government to keep landlords in the market, you're saying? Pretty clocks. Okay. We're the bad guys. Okay. We're the bad guys. So you're going to sell, and you're going to sell at a good time, and you're going to make a, oh, oh, a considerable oh, oh. amount just, of money just, on the sale of those properties. Just sick now, sorry, please. Just try back to say it. I am not, for the simple reason that I'm going to be paying capital gains tax. At a third, I've, I've those houses 20 years, so I could pay capital gains tax about 80 grand. But I am prepared to do that because I'm not going to put the time or energy into renting out anymore. Right. Because this is the way the government treats me. Yeah. I'll be paying capital gains tax about 80 grand. Yeah, well, but you, have to to pay, you have to pay that. That's yes, grand, yes, grand, but come here. Grand, grand. I will. I will be paid. But, like, I'm going to have to give those girls who I treat as family notice to go up there now, girls, sorry. Uh, I'm putting out the market. Thanks You're, to the current thing. I'm putting it out of the market. Find some places. One girl told me there, I'm going to say, if I put a room off a rent in you, I guarantee you, within an hour, I'll have 80, 90 inquiries. Right. Emails, texts, this, 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 this. And eventually, I get through to most of them, and I reply to most of them, but eventually, I kind of weird everything. I look, I can't go to any more, okay? I can't go to any more, and I just don't want to respond. And is that the most you'll get on it, 420 for the room? Well, sure, come here, Neil. Aren't they in, in rent pressure zones? I can't find about it. Okay. But you're not happy with 50% profit, though, at the end of the day, for a property with no mortgage on it, you you want more? Oh no, uh, mortgage. I know mortgage is my kind of is, is my situation. Either. There's plenty of people similar to me with mortgages, so it, I, I wouldn't be kind of using that as an excuse that all fifty percent profit of sixteen hundred something is eight hundred euros a month. But it is. I, but I, it is like it, it is, is. It is. It is. It is. It is. But you aren't happy in the fact that I'm spending a lot of time and energy twenty four seven on those houses. 
and the concept, I don't really need it. But I'm providing a service. I got on great with the girls. Some of, some of those girls are there four or five years. There are no problems. Then they can refer to them by a Christian name. Yeah, I know. I'm not disputing the great landlord. I mean, a lot of landlords don't do the things you're doing, including cutting the grass. I understand that. But I do. Come here. I went. I went to the other day. There was. I saw a letter outside in the hallway. I saw it was a phone bill. I didn't send it because I just picked up in a plate phone. Or not. Sorry, not phone bill. The TV license. Honestly, those I didn't send anything. Just put up. That's grand. No problem. Get on grave with them. You paid it. Didn't send anything. Oh yeah, yeah. I do every year. You didn't I, walk I, in the. You didn't I, walk. I mean, this is just my crazy mind. You didn't walk in the front door unannounced or anything, did you? No, no, no. I never do. I yeah. text in advance. Oh yeah. I text. I uh, for you for you for you walking the door because I was in the cut in the branch. I know. And I text in advance. I I I I I, 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 I know. I know. It's just you know the crazy the world we live in. I saw the I, I saw I saw the letter in the thing because I know I know by there and it's addressed to me. It's addressed to me. So I I pick up and so that's it. He just picked up and paid it the same thing. I I paid the internet. They have they, they, they have an upstairs bathroom and a downstairs bathroom. The house is immaculate. They're paying four hundred four. What I'm saying, you're cutting the grass. You're paying their internet. You're paying their TV license. Are you paying their service charges for bins? No, they're paying that. All right, okay. That's only that's only that's only um, something like uh, twenty euros every four. Because you could be a busy fool. Well, you could be a busy fool like paying their internet and paying their TV license. Why does he look need? That's the way I am, okay? Okay, okay. That's the way, that's the way I've always had been, and I haven't upped the rent in, 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 in about three, four years, and I, I hadn't intended doing it. But I can't do it because we're in pressure zones. I'm not sorry, bad guys, sorry, creaming. No, not that, but 1600 for a four-bedroom house is pretty good money. It is. Yeah. It is. But you start, you, you start quickly out. Not just the property tax, the insurance, time and energy, um... Every other bill, things go wrong, repairs, wash machine I fixed. Uh, I don't fix, I got fixed, uh, which happened there about two weeks ago. Got it fixed the following day. Right. Any repair anything, I pay, 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 pay. Okay, let's 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 get some comments on you, my conversation. You, yeah. You you start quitting knowing that, that gross net. Exclude all those things. Not worth it. I guarantee you, I guarantee you. You wouldn't be putting the effort into the house that I'm putting into. All right. right. Okay. And All I right. can do this about it, but those girls, unfortunately, uh, they told me themselves on it. Uh, I was saying, like, I'm thinking this, this, and I think they're saying, well, this is, uh, you know, um, it, I started having to take it to find room now. In three months, I was searching, 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 no replies, this, that, and everything. Some landlords be charging this, that, and everything for everything. One, one girl told me the landlord was charging her uh, so much uh, for everything she used, the tumble dryer, so much for to use the shower, she'd put uh, money into the meter. You want to paint the house, you've gotten half the money off her. I'm not like that. No, you can't be getting half the well, money from not, a tenant. It's, no, not, no. It's, not, it's, not, it's not in my need to be like okay, that. Okay, I've covered a lot. I'm quite sure that you're a very, very decent landlord but you're getting out of the market because there's just no profit in it anymore thank you for that yeah, John appreciate and, and, it and, All right. and if they sorry Neil hello yeah and if they have any problems getting accommodation they should get on to Michael McGrath and suggest to him come here this is the kind of shit you lend me in okay what okay. do you know thanks for that text 0868 104 106 hold on there 
The Neil Prendeville Show on Cork's Red FM. Our phone lines remain open after midday. 0818-104-106. Massive response by text as well as by call and I'll pick up on the rest of them tomorrow. I'll chat with Michael McGrath. If you have any questions for him, uh, then I'm happy to uh, get as many on air as I can. Text 0868-104-106. One final call, but just ahead of that, phone lines are open now. Mary Black and her legendary band are live at the Cork Opera House on Sunday next October 2nd. Now, tickets are available at €36 plus a booking fee at thecorkhopperhouse.ie. I've got three sets of tickets to give away. Tell you what we'll do. We'll do two sets now and we'll do another set tomorrow. So just hold on, hold hold back one set of tickets for tomorrow. We'll do two sets of tickets now. Mary Black and her band at the Opera House will take callers 10 and 11 on 0818-104-106. Two tickets per person Two winners in total, and I'll do the rest of the tickets another set tomorrow. So get dialing on this. I'll leave you one text and a fast phone call. The text is this. Last night I was telling a Ukrainian friend about the increase in welfare and the Irish budget, the double child benefit as a once-off, the free school books, and everyone getting three 200 euro payments towards their ESB. Her response was, fantastic. This place is like Disneyland. The Ukrainian girl is lovely, and before you ask, she is worky. But working, but she is happy for her people because, of course, they also will receive all of those benefits having PPS numbers in Ireland. Final word to Paul Walsh from Three Little Piggies Cafe. Morning. You wanted to pick up on the contributions to businesses, was it? Mr. Prendival, certainly, yes. Um, I think a lot of people are confused coming in there this morning to me. A lot of people are saying, oh, should the government are announcing they're going to pay 40% of your electric bill? Not the case. They're going to pay 40% of any increase from the start of this month. Da, 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 from the start of this month. How do you know it's this month? Uh, I was reading up on it last night. So it's They're 40 it's, it's 40% of any increase from, from, the, from the start the of, of September month. onwards? Yes. Okay, so I all mean, of the other any, ones that you've had heretofore, that's your own problem? That's your own problem. So basically... Breaking it down, like my, my next increase will be next month, oh gosh, 35%. So that will equate to an extra 2,800 extra onto my bill. The government will cover 40% of that. Okay, it's the extra increase, it's not the whole bill. Not the whole bill. So it will still leave um, cafes, bars, restaurants, anybody using a lot of um, electric, it will still leave them in a precarious position where. They will still be paying big, big bills. It's only the increase from the start of this month that the government will cover 40% on. Mm, mm. Now, like mm. a lot of people don't realise, they said, like I was saying to people there last week, like the, the extra increase will be 2,800 to my business. They're saying, well, you'll find it easy enough to cover that. I said, no, you don't understand. I've got to make that 2,800 to pay it. On my till, that will mean an extra 8,000 turnover will have to be found in the next 12 months to cover just the increase from Borgosh. Okay, it's a good point and it's important to clarify that the 1 billion euro temporary business energy support scheme covers 40% of the increase in electricity or gas bills to a maximum of 10 grand a month per business. Per business. Doesn't, exactly. uh, yeah, yeah, it will be backdated to the 1st of September and run till February. Until February, yeah. No, to me, okay. uh, as I said, like the extra increase to me, 2,800, 8,000 turnover to, to pay for that. So I calculated the government, to me, would be giving me 720 euros, 
which is two thousand off the eight thousand, which is great. Yeah, you're not. I mean, you know? like, yeah, what? It, we're not running That's, a charity here. Like, it's to help oh, no, business. No, no, no. It's, it's great, but on top of the electric bills coming in, is and I see I've got two letters in today. You know, one is from uh, Glan B. It's from my milk. My milk last year was one euro forty nine for two liters. With the increase coming, I will be paying from next week on one euro ninety nine. I can't understand so, how dairy's gone so mad. It's all produced here. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it's, it's everybody, it's all the suppliers as well, you know. Me, coming into me, have gone up 30 cents since the start of the year. Yeah, but do you, do, do, you double, yeah. do you double check you're not being gouged or it's not profiteering? Well, I suppose, like, if you take my bread, um, our beautiful bread, it's a fabulous company. I use all our beautiful bread, and I know that their main uh, cooking with Bobby is gas. I should have been so hammered the cost of onion being hammered. cost of, cost being of hammered. ovens yeah, yeah. Um, uh, chicken and supply my meat being cooked again they'd be electric and gas again so they're being hammered yeah, okay okay. and they're only passing it on people have to realise that, that for if it's a, a euro like for a bill for me coming into the deli if a bill is 100 euros coming in that to us on the till is 300 but that's a brilliant cover, point. So to, to, pay that, one, to pay one every one every one hundred euro worth of bills, you have to take three hundred euro in the till. Okay. On the till, and people need to realise that with cafes and restaurants, and saying that they're they're going overboard, they're they're acting the mag and putting up the prices. This is the basic fact of it. For every one hundred, hard to just. I know you don't do it, but it's hard to justify a three fifty latte or a three fifty cappuccino. Well, in that's, all that's, what, that's what it is, Neil. At the moment in the city, that's the average. It's not more. Okay, all right. You know, I'll pick it up in the morning, Paul. Listen, I'm out of time for now, but thank you so much for your contribution. Everybody else as well. Text 0868104106. If you've got a story to share, you can email neil at redfm.ie. Have a good day. Uh, see you tomorrow. For more Red FM podcasts, go to redfm.ie forward slash podcasts.